Welcome, everybody, to CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. This is the show that brings to you the highlights of the sports world and industry. From Major League Baseball to the NBA, NFL, EPL, and so much more. CSCR is here to focus on local sports in the Windy City. From the Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and White Sox. We're here to talk sports to the true fans of Chicago. We are live here from Studio One at WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. September... 11th, guys, never forget. It is uh, cold in Chicago, and it's about freaking time fall is in the city. I'm so glad. And the Bears started. Week one is over uh, for the NFL and the Chicago Bears. We're going to recap that for you guys. NFL recap, Bears recap. We're going to talk about the Bears game against Buffalo, the dismal game that we probably don't even, uh, or at least want that time in our life back from uh, watching that game. Talk about 49ers on uh, Sunday. Go over week one stuff as well, too. Uh, and talk about me and Jackman's picks. Thought I was going to beat them. And then we'll uh, uh, recap everything through. Uh, it is going to be a good show, I think, overall. Uh, I'm Big Nick, guys. This is Chicago Sports Crunch Radio on Windy City Sports Network, WCSN. We're in Studio One Live tonight. Uh, and uh, got a big crew today. This is the second time we have the four of us here. Um, and I'm tr- I was trying to think of a nickname as we were uh, starting the show. Uh, I know we have the Chicago Tree Party with me, Sammy, and uh, Jackman. Uh, I know me and Levi have uh, the uh, um, Windy City Wrecking Crew. Uh, I guess we could be the Monsters of the Midway, but that was the 85 Bears, so I don't know. I guess we can think about that one as we go on. But uh, bottom line, guys, uh, with me here today, uh, to my right is uh, the mouth of the Midwest, Levi. How's it going, everybody? A quick little fact, Nick, you might not know about me, but growing up, I did want to become one of the Honey Bears, which, for those of you who are not aware, used to be the cheerleading group for the the, Chicago Bears. And then I found out that uh, the family, uh, Georgia... Georgia McCaskey yes. decided that uh, she was going to get rid of that. So to this day, there are two things that I still have on my mind. One, I want to be a cheerleader in Chicago. And two, I hate that woman. <laughs> um, she, I think, is the uh, the last uh, Greek bloodline of the McCaskey family. Do you just have really like Greek? diagrams of all Greek who would, like families? Who originated? Who originated the Bears? Papa Bear Hallis. Oh, Hallis! I never as at the end. Okay, so yeah. he, had, he was Greek. I never knew Papa that. Papa Bear Hallis was Greek. Oh, I learned and something today. The reason the McCaskies run the family now, or they run the team now, is because the McCaskey married a Hallis daughter, and that's why the McCaskies now took you it didn't over. Have sons? Uh, I, I never really looked into that. I, I would assume probably not if the daughters took over the team. I was, I was going to say, because, I mean, who who would give up a name like Hallis anywhere in Chicago? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't and give it, up hey, that it's, name. It's on our jerseys, GSH. Yeah, yeah. George yeah. Sta- Staley. Yeah. Which, uh, one of these days I will name my dog that. So, uh, obviously, then to my left, I have the, uh, the, the combo of Sammy the Bull. 
Hey, what's up, guys? And uh, Mr. Jackman, the producer of the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, and uh, me and Jackman were going at it on uh, on text uh, during the Bears game. So we'll, we'll have some nice conversation. Apparently, Levi is on his side, and me and Sammy are on this one as well, too. But and we'll you get- sent some really weird nudies. I mean, uh, yeah. Be careful, guys, if you have that iCloud. Uh, hopefully it doesn't hack into it. Someone's sending me pictures. What is this? No, I thought it was Obama again. No, it's it's me retweeting the picture that Nick sent to gotcha. me with uh, whipped cream on his nipples. It was a little weird. So, Varsity Blues. <laughs> yeah, I remember that you movie. You want a Sunday? Varsity yeah. Blues. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I just needed the cherries. I couldn't have them, though. <laughs> but uh, that was actually a good show. I liked that, Varsity Blues. A lot of those movie. actors that were in that ended up becoming big, except for Vanderbeek. But yeah, he was the one that kind of fell Dawson, off the face Dawson's, of the earth. Dawson's Creek, remember that? Uh, yeah. Pacey. Oh. <laughs> Man, it's sad I know that stuff. Anyways, social media, guys, before we get into the to, to everything, we want to make sure that everyone knows where to follow us, where to hear us, uh, what you guys can do. Uh, social media, we're on Facebook and, and on Twitter. At uh, WCSN, the number three is our Twitter account. Follow us on Twitter. We live tweet sometimes. Uh, not super active on the Twitter, but we will be when there's live events. Uh, when I'm watching boxing, I actually live tweeted the last uh, boxing fight with uh, Broner. Um, and uh, we're actually going to talk about that one pretty soon. We'll be having a show coming up uh, pretty soon. Uh, and on Facebook, Windy City One Word Sports Network. Follow us on Facebook as well. Uh, both our shows, all our shows actually, uh, get posted on our social media so you can actually listen to us on social media. Uh, platforms you can listen to us, we're on SoundCloud, that was our original platform, and we are currently right now on uh, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and iTunes. iTunes, please comment, give us a five star rating or whatever. Whatever floats your boat. If you guys don't think we're five stars, then do that, please. Uh, but subscribe to the show, uh, comment, and uh, make sure that you guys give us a rating on that as well, too, on iTunes. would be huge for us. If you guys want to email us anything, WindyCitySportsNetwork at gmail.com, uh, and uh, we'll share uh, any of the emails uh, or any of the comments on Facebook or Twitter that are given to us on the shows as well. So um, I guess that's it, man. Uh, Bears Buffalo. Hurt, <laughs> hurtful loss. Yeah. Very hurtful loss. So my, my take on it is, and I think it's the same as Sammy's, uh, the season doesn't look too bright. Um, I know there was a lot of people out there that were bashing Cutler for his turnovers. I understand that's bad. Yep. But what people need to understand is that we probably haven't seen an offense like this in our entire lives in the Chicago Bear history. Uh, but two, um, it's the defense that's going to kill us, guys, and here's the reason mm-hmm. why. What was the score of the game? It's 23-20. All right. We could have won that game if we didn't score or let them score the 20 points. And the defense let that go. And uh, I just think the defense is what's going to hurt us. And honestly, a lot of the money we forked over during the offseason, did it, I didn't see any of it pay off for us in week one. I, I can tell you exactly where I think the money uh, kind of missed the boat. And I think if we talked about it, because we, we talked about how this was kind of a nerve-wracking loss. It was an embarrassing loss. If you look at it, though, defensively, what, what was your biggest concern going in? What, what was our biggest concern last year with our defense? Was the run, Sec- right? Well, yeah. Was, anyway, you can say it was secondary because that Sec- was part was, of it, too. It was the secondary and the defensive line. Yeah, but it was mostly, mostly not even defensive line. It was mostly the run game, which is attributed to a couple of different things. That game against an awesome running team in Buffalo, and we talked about it over the course of the last two years, have been, what, two or three each and every year? Yeah, they were second last year. Oh, I mean, a hell of a running team. They they can run the ball. They got Fred Jackson, and now they have Dixon, and they have C.J. Spiller, who, when healthy, is dominant. But 
where I think that they put the money in, Nick, was on the defensive line. They probably should have put a little bit more money into the linebackers because that's where that's where they you really don't have got anybody. Killed. They have an aging Lance Briggs. Uh, you got a guy like DJ Williams who's a little bit older too, and you have Bostic who is raw and yeah, he's got to be developed, but he's not there yet. Neither is Kasim Green. You, you know what concerns me? They spent all this money on the, the defensive line and they didn't show up. They didn't show up against the Buffalo None Bills. None of them. None of them. But where did you want him to show up in the pass? But it's EJ Manuel. He's not. A, he's not a pass first here's, guy. Here's my thing. We spent all that money on Jared Allen. We spent all that money on Houston, and not mm-hmm. one of their names or one of their numbers was called last week whatsoever. I would have rather saved that money and went and got a safety, got a stronger corner, or ended up getting a linebacker. So waste the money, in my opinion. But, right now. But, As, and I know it's week one, everybody. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, believe me, we're going to wait it out. I'm, what we're commenting on is what we saw in week one. And what we saw in week one was not good. And if Jared Allen and Houston don't, I am going to start a Facebook club of getting these guys out of town. <laughs> because that, that is not right that you fork over that much money. And I, I, was, I was happy about Jared Allen. But for the amount of money, I don't know about that, man. What's your specialty, though? What, what, is, what is Lamar Houston and Jared Allen's specialty as far as the, on the defensive line? Well, rushing the passer. Yeah. Thank you. It's not to stop the run, which is the only reason. they didn't re- do that either. But, that, but, but here's the thing. You don't have to when you're, when you're running the ball more often Listen, than not. I could have brought Richard Dent and William Perry out of retirement on the line. And they would have done a better job than those two guys. Okay, here's the thing. E.J. Manuel threw 22 times. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's E.J. Manuel. <laughs> what did I say? Uh, no, it's each. The I, guy is okay. horrible. I, that's He's what I'm terrible. saying. But hold on, let me finish. How the fuck is he getting away with some of the, the throws he was throwing? Okay, well, again, you just made a good point. They did not rush the passer. They didn't have as big of an opportunity. He, they, the, the pass run differential, and again, stat lines will tell the story. They threw the ball 22 times. They ran the ball 33 times. Yeah, but you know what? What the hell was Mel Tucker thinking? This is a running team. Put eight, nine guys in the box and I stop agree. something. I, but it, it's going to be the, the, the linebackers in the front. They had no gap control. Yeah, but you got to put eight, nine guys in the box. The Bears don't have a great defense. We know it. Mel Tucker's got to know it. You got to stop one thing. Each game, you got to say, you know what? This game, I'm going to try to take away the pass. I'm going to give them the run. I'm going to take away the run. I'm going to give them the pass. Yeah, what do yeah. you do with the Bills? You take away the run. Make Manuel beat you. Manuel, he can't throw. He can't. He's a horrible quarterback. He can't, he can't throw. Sammy, Sammy Watkins well, should be happy he got his first touchdown against anybody. Cause yeah. E.J. Manuel can't throw. He he's an athletic specimen, but he can't throw the damn ball, and that and that's what surprised me more. So it wasn't Jared Allen that I'm more concerned about. It's the fact that the guys in the middle of the field, when you have Bostic and Williams and Briggs, are not able to stop it. Because and again, we get to the Chris Connie thing. Everybody was talking mad shit about Chris Connie uh, getting trucked by by Jackson. Of course he will. He is one-third the man's size. His job no. is not to stop the running back. Guys, when was the last time you seen a safety get pushed 30 yards back like that? I Never. don't remember that. You're a safety. You go in there, you hit these yes. guys. man. You, did this ever happen to here's, Ronnie Lott? Here's my thing. Here's my thing when I saw the Conte thing. No, you no. guys can sit there and fight or whatever you want to. He wasn't even trying to tackle the freaking guy. I don't know what the hell he was trying he to do. He said what he was trying to do. He, he was trying to strip the ball. He said that, yeah. I, all I know is the dude looked like he got so shocked that he was in front of him, and then all of a sudden you got a 48-year-old Fred Jackson just stiffs <laughs> arm your pussy ass, drops him into the fucking ground, and just steamrolls right over the yeah. guy. It was a joke. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Right, everybody can talk any, and say what you will about Chris Connie, and I, and I told you guys that I would be the Chris Connie defender for one reason and one reason alone. His job as a defensive back is to stop 
the receiver. His job is up, to on, do whatever he has to okay, do to win the game. But I'm talking about in this position, in the way that they're, and, and I'm not defending him and saying he's a great safety by any means. He is an average safety. Highlight below underline. Average. Yeah, way no, below no, 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 because if you look at it, he has he gets interceptions, he breaks up passes, he has deflections. He misses as, tackles. When he's the last <laughs> he can't follow person. Routes. Okay, let me finish. He is the last person on that line. He's the last line of defense because the defensive line can't put a hand on anybody. The linebackers can't stop anybody. The corners can't put any pressure to get him towards the sidelines. And then you expect Conti to take down Adrian Peterson, the likes of Frank Gore, if he has to, yeah. A safety has to play the run, and they have yes. to play the pass. They're not cornerbacks. No, I, I agree, but there's a scheme in place, and he's who you have. But you are going to talk shit about him because he's not stopping a behemoth of a man like Fred Jackson. Fred Jackson's not a behemoth. Okay, no, he's not. By that. comparison... No, it's it, it, it's it's a no brainer. You it, can't expect him to do it. it, it it's just it's you're in, an NFL it's safety. You got to make those tackles. Over the last year or two, I've seen at least six or seven, or maybe even more plays where a running back should get twenty yards. If Connie makes a tackle, he ends up missing the tackle, or he takes a bad angle. The running back ends up, you know, touchdown. Yeah, touchdown. I agree, and, and, and I he agree. takes horrible angles. I, I agree completely. The happiest moment of my life. In the last two years, was when Chris Connie was put on the physically unable to perform list, and right now I am so unhappy. This guy's on the roster. I, I will tell you this: you make a great point. He didn't he lose did, the game. I believe me. No, no, I, no. I'm not blaming Chris no, Conte yeah. for losing the game. What I'm blaming Chris Conte for is something that he could he could stop, and he has a track record of mm-hmm. not stopping this stuff. He, I, I will say this: he he did not get that good angle. I agree completely, and I, and I'm on your side with that. But the one thing is. It is easier to sit and blame the little white boy that was not able to stop hey, Fred if Jackson. If he was black, I'd be blaming him too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. what color I'm you are just right saying. Now. I'm just saying. It's easy to blame him, which is a, which is just an overarching symptom, as opposed to saying, "Wait a minute, can anybody tell me how this running back got past the first three lines of defense?" Listen, if, listen. If, if every time if you got a runner that just passed your defensive line and your linebacker core right now, I have absolutely no faith in the secondary. Put it this way: once this There's running no back, safety. once a running back passes our linebacker core for the whole entire season, yep. right now, you might as well kiss a touchdown because it's gone. But there no because these guys won't be able to outside of him. Troy Palomalu in his prime. There's no safety that I'm saying right now, that if you can't have those big guys that you just mentioned, you paid a boatload of money, uh, Houston, Allen, Bostic, Williams, if they can't stop him, you cannot expect any safety to be the playmaking difference in the secondary right now. You need to shore up your defense at the linebacking core and get them fixed, because otherwise you're not going to, you have nothing. You know, the defense has a lot of weaknesses, and the linebackers, so hold they're on. very Someone's weak. breathing like Darth Vader. <laughs> Who is that? Bush. Oh, is it? Okay. I think I he's just, been trying to say something. We've been kind of... No, I just right. keep hearing... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Mush, what do you think? Well, okay. I think that Conte is supposed to be able to make a tackle. But I think the play is sort of shot when he gets by the defensive linemen and the linebackers. They're the guys who are supposed to make the initial stop. Thank you. But as you, as an NFL safety, when you got a running back coming at you, you're supposed to tackle exactly. him. Exactly. That is, you. I think the guy plays the pass pretty decently. He's pretty quick. He had he had great closing speed on the interception. But you got to play both sides of it. You got to play the tackling the running back, and you got to play the pass and the run equally. You know, to me, he looked like a kicker out there. He looked like a field goal yes. kicker trying to make that tackle. There's punters that can tackle better than Chris Conte. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, no, tackling's terrible. definitely his uh, 
weakness, but I do think the guy's pretty quick. He's pretty fast. He's pretty athletic. He, you know, he has good closing speed on the ball, but he's got to shore up his tackling. He shouldn't be a starting at NFL all. Safety. Not at all. He should not be a Monday have that guy in special teams. Some I, I would rather put Vereen in there. I don't care. What happened with Vereen? Did you guys see his number um, called? No, no, I didn't no. really see his he, number. Yeah, I didn't even see Fuller too much either. Yeah, that's well. What Fuller's full still. Uh, he's, he's still having bag, some some injury issues. I mean, yeah. if you remember after the Philly preseason game, I was at that game. He got a little banged up, and they've been being very cautious with him this year. But here's um, my thing, too. Brock Farina, I would, I would be okay with putting him yeah, in there. Yeah, Mel Tucker's too stupid to even put those guys I, in I there. I don't want to say it's stupid, though, but, w- again, what Conti lacks in the running game in terms of what he can stop, he really makes up for it. He did have an interception. He does break up plays in the secondary. He can add pressure on the quarterback if they're if they're using him on the blitz. I disagree. It's, yeah. it's just I don't expect. He killed ex- us last year in Green Bay. Multiple times, yeah, not just one. No. Killed us. Conte cost us, cost us. Conte cost us four the games The other last ten year. guys on the field killed us, and the defensive coordinator killed us. Not Conte. It's easy to find a scapegoat when we want to say no. It's the de- the defensive line not being able to do their job and add pressure. It is the linebacking core not being able to put a fucking hand on somebody and tackle them. For the love of God, did you not see yesterday when when they were breaking arm tackles? When uh, Spiller was was breaking arm tackles like nobody's business and getting around, it feels like everybody was just like, "I'm gonna play two hand touch." All right, let, the whole team played bad. The yeah. whole defense played Let, let's bad. Let's drop face Conte. It. Yeah, yeah, Conte, yeah, yeah. This bad, is gonna whatever. go to what was your take on Cutler? Because I got a lot of people who. Cutler right now, I think a lot of people are saying 50-50. They like it, and they don't I'm like what I'm disappointed in him. I'm disappointed in him. This guy's a nine-year vet. He's 31 years old, and he's still making rookie mistakes. Yeah, I agree. I'm very disappointed. Yeah. He, he he shows the talent at times, but he still makes the bonehead plays that he's been making when he came in the league. And you, you can't do that. You can't have uh, three, two interceptions and three turnovers for the Bears in general against this. Okay, the Buffalo Bills scored 13 points off of the Bears' three turnovers. Mm-hmm. 13 points. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the majority of the points they and, scored. And my thing was that I was surprised about is, and I knew because you know how Tressman's a quarterback coach. Um, when we were at Camp Jackman, it looked almost like he was doing better that way. Like I didn't see him making those stupid throw decisions on the on the drop of a dime or whatever. So I I personally thought, wow, there was some advancement there in, in Cutler and Tressman relationship, and he matured him. But I, I saw in the game he made a couple wrong calls. He shouldn't have thrown the ball. The, I would have rather took the sack or something. The the first the first interception it was was kind of a it, it's a toss up. I mean, yeah, the a, first a, a one lot, was a toss up. A, a lot of ones, a lot of people could have made this. Second one, he even admitted he's like, I got to learn how to throw, how to throw the ball away, or just, or, or, or just run, or because here's the thing, it was a third and one. But I also think that they're setting him up to fail. If you have a third and one and you're averaging what six point eight yards per run up until that point, why not run the ball with Matt Forte or go with Fia Meta and you know go with the power type play? Why would you throw on a third and one? Yeah, but you know what? And I don't know if they're giving him that freedom, so that might be our coaching staff's well, problem. But well, th- that's that's the call the quarterback makes the moment he sets up the line and he starts uh, he's going to hike the ball. He should be looking at the defense and the way they're set up. If he thinks one play is not going to be going, if the coordinator calls the play, then he needs to call that audible. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of power they give him there. I, uh, I really that's don't know. the thing. I don't yeah. know. I don't know yeah, the authority think, of what the coaches what, yeah. agreed to let him do because I know Manning does it all the time, and I know like well, <laughs> Brady does it all the time. 
time. Like I know these top quarterbacks, and I know yeah. they're McMahon Cutler's used to do it. Yeah, Cutler's not on. Well, their, McMahon on their was level. just an asshole. Yeah. But <laughs> I know that some of these top quarterbacks they do that on the drop of the dime. If they see the, the defense is setting up in a specific way, they're calling audible and they're going a different route. But well, Peyton Manning's like a coach on the field. Yeah, yeah. He, but again, I don't know if like if Cutler would do something like that. I don't know if Tressman would be all up his ass. Like, what the hell did you just do? Well, you don't change your play. Well, look at this. This is something. This is a stat line that we talked about this before. You have a guy like Matt Forte, and in opening week games, Matt Forte is usually a, a beast. That he's a certifiable beast. I did like how they used Forte though on those screen. Passes. Well, yeah, because that's what you have to do. It, yeah. It's a pass first league, and I get that. But this, tell me if this doesn't drive you a little bit nuts. Why would you throw the ball with Cutler forty nine times? That was ridiculous. Because that was here's ridiculous. the thing: when you throw the ball forty nine times, you do two things: you give him more opportunities to screw up. And I don't think that it was a rookie rookie mistake in terms of like he wasn't thinking. It tells me one thing: Cutler would rather throw it into a really tight window and not risk having to punt it or maybe get a kick because he doesn't have faith in the defense. Because there are teams, and right now Peyton Manning is a good example. You know what? Peyton Manning is no problem throwing the goddamn ball away or spiking the ball or or whatever he has to do because he knows, damn, I got a damn good defense behind me. I'll probably just wait a little bit and they'll get it back in less than, in less than three or four plays. I don't have to worry. Cutler doesn't have that. This is well, in the does, Super Bowl. He's always, always been, been, like, been dead. like that. He's always been yes. like that. Even yeah. when he had great defenses in the love years, he was always he like, was always like that. That's just his that. characteristics. Like a leopard, he can't change his spots. Mm-hmm. I agree, though. Listen, you got to run the football. I know it's a pass-happy league right now, but it's still important to run. You know, you keep the defense off balance. You pound it down their throats. Um, you know, the, the play call was horrible. And it another thing, when you run the ball, you keep your shitty defense on the bench. Exactly. And you keep your offense exactly. on the field. Exactly. And you, and you open up opportunities for play action, which with Cutler's arm strength, and wide receivers like Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey, it, it's in my opinion, could be one of the most dangerous offenses in the NFL if they get it going. But 49 passing plays versus 18 running Ridiculous. plays. It's, that's not a recipe for success, in my opinion. Uh, I think, though, that if you... This is the, the bright spot. I'm, I'm ever the optimist. If you take away those two shitty interceptions, one of which was, it was a toss-up, and the other one was obviously a bonehead move, you're talking about a different game. You're talking about a guy who threw for 349 yards and two touchdowns. That was pretty impressive. When was the last time we saw a week one quarterback in the Bears uniform throw 349 in an opening game of against any team? It doesn't matter who is playing. 349 yards is a lot. Do you guys remember the days of Orton where we, he used to top out at 185? Yeah. Yeah, well, Jim Miller had some big games, I remember. Eric and, Kramer. Uh, and Eric Kramer, yeah. yeah. Eric Kramer also had big Eric, games. Eric Kramer, I think, if you look, look statistically, had the best single season uh Single season stats and, for a bear in 1995. He had a great offensive. Yeah. He had a great offensive year, but the Bears were shitty that year. Yeah, but their think, defense. Sucked. I think to this day he's he has the best single season quarterback uh, gay, uh, season for the Bears. I don't know. I know he's up there. Yeah, no, I think it's for the. Uh, I mean, Cutler will eventually beat it. But. Well, he'll beat it, and it won't be. It won't be too much longer. All right, if he Cutler disappoints me. So to sum it, basically, I'll uh, and then that's why I wasn't really too happy on the contract extension for Cutler. That's uh, a um, lot of money. Yeah, but you know, one more thing I want to address about the defense. Sammy made a good point. Is you know Buffalo's going to run. I remember yes. in 1990, 1991, the Bears had a real good record. They went to play Atlanta. Jerry Glanville. Mm-hmm. Atlanta put everybody up on the box. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, oh he God. put everybody up on the box. I think the Bears might have squeaked out the victory. I, I'm not sure who won, 
But I know after that game, every other team played the Bears yes. the same way, and the Bears started losing and yes. losing. I mean, and you know what these guys are going to do. Take the strengths away. That's what you always focus on when you go against somebody. You try to take their strengths and let them beat you with what they are not that good at. Yeah, and, and it's still a tune-up. Realistically, I I like to consider this as the fifth preseason game. Where I like to all it counts. It counts. It counts. But you would like to say that, but you got you got to put it in the rear view because at this point you can't change. This game is going to be one of those games that bites us in the ass later on in the year. Oh, when we lose out to like when we lose out to like you know Detroit for the playoffs by one game. Yeah, you can't lose to Buffalo at home. No, I mean if this was Seattle, if this was Green Bay, it would be a little bit different. Yeah, but with. I mean, I with a team like Buffalo, you got to win these games. It's at home. So here, here's you know, another thing is the Bears did not. I don't think the Bears used their preseason too effectively to put in the scheme and the players who they wanted to start. They were still very indecisive. That's what the you you brought that up before, Big Nick. Yes, and it's so true. That is what the preseason is for, and it didn't look like they used that time wisely. Yeah. When we went to camp, and and I and I, I think you told me this. I said. Dude, these guys are not using camp for what it should be used for. I go, there's a lot of guys that were in camp who are just like sort of having fun. And I, I know it's having fun, but when you're that player, that's your job. And it's just like you guys should be preparing for this. You guys should try different things and, and just see what works for the team and, and whatever the case is. And I remember, Jackman, you said to me, yeah, but you know, for some of these veterans, they, they don't give it their all because it's not the season, right? Yeah, I, I did say that. So I'm like, I'm, I see it differently. I, and and I, I made a comment before on another show. Like, I remember the guys like T.O. And, and all these other guys that would come into camp and give their all, no matter if they've been in the league for eight years, ten years. And they know they got a starting job, but they would still give it their all. And I don't know. In my personal opinion, I feel that in camp, we didn't get the best we could have out of camp. So I saw the same thing. And again, I, said, I remember saying it to, to Jackman. I saw the same thing in camp. Our offense looked good. Our defense looked shitty. And I'm like, again, what we're seeing in game one of, of, of week of the season, defense looked really shitty, even worse than what I thought it was going to be. And the offense looked okay, but obviously Cutler made a lot of bad moves. But but what, one, one quick thing that I noticed, and Willie Young mentioned this because they interviewed him, and you were talking about how him he should be a starter. One, one thing that I thought was interesting, and again, look, you got to look at any bright spot you can at this point because the season's not over, and I don't like the people that are crying about it right now because it's early. But if you take... If you take away the 38-yard rush by Fred Jackson, the 47-yard rush by Dixon, and the long of only 13, you're talking about removing 98 yards. Yeah, but those but are football is a game of inches. But, yeah. but, it's a game but of inches. Those are three plays. This yeah, is what I'm saying is that if you can shore up the defense a little bit more and if they continue to get that momentum and have that confidence, those three big plays go away. You were talking about taking one of the best rushing teams in the NFL and, and holding them to only 108 yards on the ground between three players and a running first quarterback. I look at that as a positive that we didn't have last year. We have gotten better. The stats don't show it just yet because we're still giving up these big plays, but give it a little bit more time, and I think that it's going to start clicking. Yeah, I, I disagree. You, you know what scares me even more right now? I, I'm not even looking at this season at this point. If Allen and Houston continue to play the way they're playing, and again, I know it's only week one, how many years do we have Jared Allen locked up? Uh, Two, four. three years? Four. four, I think, yeah. Okay, how many years did we sign Houston? 
them four, four, yeah, four, four or five. Or five. Yeah. Our future is fucked right now if those two guys don't work out. Because I'll tell you something right now: no team in the NFL will take that contract. We're going to have to chew that contract because we're going to have to waive them or something. Yeah. It, 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 our future right now is fucked. Or they're and just going to do why. the same so thing that they did with If you want to play the game of Chris Conte, whatever. If you want to play that game of, you know what, the running game should have never passed the defensive line and got into the linebacker mm-hmm. to Chris Conte, that's completely fine. But the problem is it's passing the defensive line, and I just gave two guys monster bucks. And right now, I still have runners passing that line. Yeah, but you did it for two di- totally different schemes. They're not brought in there. That's why you brought Willie Young was for the inside pressure. That's why you drafted a guy like Eagle Ferguson was for the inside pressure. Yeah, but none of that them are st- none of them are it's, starting. They're not playing. Exactly. I was looking out there. I didn't see Ferguson. You know what? Out there I would hard. love yeah, to see still a rookie. They had Pye and Ratliff out there. Exactly. Pye and Ratliff suck. Pye is horrible. They're horrible. And Pye the only reason terrible. they have Ratliff He's in terrible. there is because they said Jared Allen likes playing next to Ratliff. Mm-hmm. But that's bullshit. And if you've got the talent. On, on, on the on the bench right now, mm-hmm. and you've got Eagle Ferguson, Willie Sutton, Willie Young, who should all be starting right now, but instead you're putting in Paia and Ratliff, and these guys... Here, I'm going to tell you the honest truth. If I was Mel Tucker, I'm going to call it like it is. I don't give a fuck if I'm giving you $40 million a goddamn year. If you can't make one fucking tackle, I'm putting Willie Sutton in there. Take your ass to the bench. The owner can talk to me and tell me, hey, I'm paying this guy too much money to be sitting on the bench, then fire me. Because right now I'm getting I'm either way he's going to get fired if they keep losing like exactly. this. So, so fuck I, it. my well, main job is to win games. And right now place. this guy I did not I did not give this guy his contract. You decided to give the contract to the general manager. So you two guys need to figure that out because he ain't performing right now. And and, and the other question is why again Brent comes back down to it. Unless you make a good point, he should not have gotten hired. Who? Tucker. Tucker. I don't know why the hell they did that. They Tucker fired everyone under Tucker him. should have been fired last year. No, no, no. Tucker never again, made it. Tucker That's should not, trust not me. have That's yeah. not trust me. That is. Tucker never should have been hired. Tucker was a guy that could not make things work and was let go by Jacksonville. Of all places. If you can't I mean look and at Jacksonville. That's why I defense. said I never liked Tressman. Tressman's a high school coach. He's an offensive coordinator at best. He's not your offense. He's not your head coach. I, I disagree with he that. Made I think time will he tell. made look, the look call. Look what he did last year alone with the offense. I think he's with a great offense. offensively. Defensively, he's clueless. But they're going to have to bring in a defensive coordinator. You're going to see. Yeah, the, but does that bring make, a defensive mind in? At this right. point, does it make sense to give a defense? I know I've said this before, and that's the best yeah. thing we could have done is pay a defensive uh, coordinator more money or the same amount of money as a head coach. But does that make sense when we can just go out there and find a head coach that has both qualities? No. How many coaches have that? Not a no, lot, but most better teams, than Tressman. Uh, not. That were available unless you really want to pay Harbaugh to leave. Well, either Harbaugh to Who? leave. Someone Let's, wanted to come to Chicago and they passed up on him. Who? Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera did not want to come he back. Ron Rivera was a coordinator here. Him and Lovey had a falling out. Exactly. We don't know what happened there. And then, yeah, but and then he was the in moment, Carolina. He got paid big money to be in Carolina. He could have been here before he went to Carolina and they passed oh, up on well, him. No, no, that was when, when they he were, left San Diego. And then when they were bringing Lovey in, he interviewed for the spot here and they passed up on that shot. And I'm telling you right now, Ron Rivera would have been in town. I, we would have been having a much better hey guys, team right now. Let's mm-hmm. pin some of this on Emery too. Look at Emery's draft picks. McClellan, he looks like a bust. Horrible. Bostic, I think he might even be a bust. Yeah. Well, so Emery didn't pick McClellan. And Kasim Green. Emery did pick McClellan. It was his first pick. Yeah, he he draft pick. It was yeah. his he first draft pick. He yeah. did draft and him. And Kasim Green looks horrible. It was his first year. Yeah, it was his Kasim first year. Kasim Green looks horrible. Bostic looks horrible. And right now, you're not even giving Willie Sutton Eagle Ferguson yeah. chances. What the hell's going on there? Even uh, Fuller, where was he at? Well, Fuller's where's the injury. injury. Vereen, where's Vereen at? Yeah. Vereen, where's he at? Where's he at? You've got a guy, Conte, who's not performing. Put in Vereen in there. Yeah. 
I mean, if it goes downhill this year, he's going to start taking some heat for this defense, too. I'm becoming a Falcons fan if they don't fucking fire Mel Tucker. (laughs) Yeah, the linebacking play was really bad. I mean, these I didn't see these guys in hardly any tackles. Oh, man. Briggs looks slow. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he looks he's slow. Made, they should have traded him last year for something. A fourth-round draft pick. Whatever. Get rid of uh, the guy. That, I don't Briggs, know. Briggs, don't probably, know. Briggs probably should have been gone the same year that I guess Urlacher I played was. too much Madden as an owner, and I, I know how to build teams or something. <laughs> I'm playing with the Redskins right now. I'm building my own stadium. Come on. Listen, like, listen. You build a team. You when you can to... override all the trades and give away Conte and get Adrian Peterson, I'm probably sure it's not that fair. I bet you Erlocker, if he got in shape, he would uh, you know be better than what these guys are doing. You're probably right, yes. Jackman. Do you I know how much money that. it yeah. costs, man, to like as a owner of a team to buy to build a stadium? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's billions of dollars. Yeah, it puts you in the red for like years. Yeah, look at Jerry Jones. What, what do you think he's uh, he's pimping out his stadium for every concert and known yeah, demand? They did the All Star Game. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a beautiful stadium, though. All right, so basically, Bears game uh, versus the Bills to sum it up was sort of dismal. Uh, I, I'm a guy who loves to fall. Sammy and me love the fall season, love waking up Sunday mornings, and uh, Sunday mor- last Sunday morning was pretty bad for us when we woke uh, up. It was horrible. Game. I'm, I was very, I'm, I'm sick to my stomach. I'm still sick to my stomach. So, I'm still ruined. It's yeah. game one, guys. So now, looking forward into this other Sunday with what we just saw, we're not looking forward to Sunday, and especially after seeing the 49ers, uh, which I was actually, that's where I started uh uh, texting Mr. Jackman with the 49er game because I was like, hey, we're playing these guys next, so I'm going to check out the game and see what we're looking like. And um didn't look too good, man. And I, I think the t- the Sunday's game, uh, I'm pretty scared by it. I mean, I'm going to be optimistic, and I'm obviously going to root my hardest for these guys, but uh, they looked pretty solid on Sunday, man, the 49ers. Kaepernick, Kaepernick looked better than last year. Hands down, this rookie Hyde, the, uh, the halfback, looks really good, and I think he's going to be a great replacement for Frank Gore. Frank Gore has openly said that he's trying to build uh, mm-hmm. uh, Hyde to take over his spot because Gore already knows that he's trying to possibly end up leaving in a couple of years. He's um, he's Frank Gore 2.0. Yeah, he said they they said him and Frank Gore has been hanging out in the off season. They've been like they roomed together at camp, and like Frank Gore is really helping this kid out a lot because they have a lot of expectations for him. Uh, but their defense is what really surprised me, especially eh. with having Alden Smith out and some of their top guys, and their defense looked, it was, I was like, wow, they were really strong. I, I, I think that it's easy to to confuse good defense with shitty throws from a guy who just had back surgery. I, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at the stats from that game, too. A good defense doesn't give up 120-something yards on, on the ground, as we just discussed. Um and 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 a good defense puts a lot more pressure for sacks as opposed to these shitty interceptions. I, I don't know. I, I I feel a little bit more t- torn between it. Offensively, I'm not as afraid by them uh, as 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 a lot of people might think. Uh, Kaepernick still does not know how to throw the ball around. He still does not know how to how to spread out the wealth between the players. I think that he's extremely predictable. Yes, he's very easy to read. He will throw a lot of interceptions. Where he's dangerous, and we saw this in his debut against the Bears at Candlestick, was his, what he can do on the ground. And that's where I'm worried. I'm worried about him and Carlos Hyde. Frank Gore, you'll probably see a little bit more in the red zone maybe, but I, I, everyone I think is making this to be a bigger blowout than it is. I don't think their defense is what it used to be a year ago. 
in, in my opinion. I still think it's going to be a very difficult game, and the only way they're going to win, the Bears, is if they're scoring 35 or more. I think if you push and you make Kaepernick beat you, then I think they they have a chance. But um, if they don't, um, I don't know. I think Kaepernick's going to turn I, him I up. think Kaepernick's a solid quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. He, he more, can run. I think last year was bad for him. Uh, he was. He didn't produce that much. He came through towards the end of the season, but the first half was. Well, he took him the NFC Championship game. No, right? yeah, yeah. And he, no, he they did. almost beat. No. They almost beat the best team in football. Yeah. Their, their defense took him. Let's be honest. Their defense took him to the championship. But Kaepernick didn't do too <laughs> I, great last I think, year. He didn't start off strong, but he did it. He finished, he did, it he finished strong. I think Kaepernick's a good quarterback. I think he's. Good. I think more than just more a running quarterback. More I'm very concerned with through Kaepernick. in the clutch too. I'm, I, I I'm scared of Kaepernick against us. I'm scared of this 49er team, and I'm scared of Harbaugh. Harbaugh's a smart coach. I'm yes. telling you. We're in trouble in this game, guys. I'm telling you right now. They this got is too a many scary weapons. game. They got too many weapons. I'm terrified of the Kaepernick, Niners. Kaepernick, and, Kaepernick can throw the ball if he wants to. Mm-hmm. He can run it himself if he wants yep. to. He can he can do uh, 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 sl- I mean, he's got so many weapons right now offensively, and you got to look at our defense of how bad it is. And I just, I, I don't see a win-win there at that aspect. I see and a then, blowout. Yeah, and then when you look at our offense against their defense, their defense looked solid. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I would not be shocked if the game's like 36 to three. I wouldn't shock me either. Yeah. I mean, I'm a believer. We'll score. I'm a believer. I think that they can. I think the one thing that I've noticed with this Bears team over the course of the last decade is that when you put them up against those games that you think that they're easily going to lose, they come out and surprise people. The defense, you know, Tillman will show up. He'll get a, he'll get a strip. Uh, you know, a, a guy like Conti might, might get an Aaron hasn't stripped throw. anyone. He hasn't stripped anyone since Mel Tucker <laughs> came on. You know, ever since Lovey left, I haven't seen a turnover from Tillman. Uh, he's well, I think he's old, too. Tillman's ah. old also. You, you, yeah. But hanging by a thread. I think that team again. I, th- I, I think that the 49ers defense, especially, still does have a lot of holes. I think again. That defense looked better than I think it really was last week because Romo made some really terrible mistakes because he's coming off of a big injury, a lot of heat on him, and he just self-proclaimed said he's going to have his best year yet. And I think he was just trying a little bit too much. There's a lot so, of pressure on the guy. To so you're plays. actually are you actually picking the Bears? I'm picking the Bears the in this one. Wow, wow, that's he's a diehard. That's an I'm easy loss for you. I, yeah, that's I, a I, loss. I, for I, you. You're out of your mind. I'm picking the Bears to win, and and the reason I think it is is because this is this is a real test of how you react. And and, and to your point too, uh, when you said that you have to win these games and the loss to Buffalo might come back. To bite us in the ass, yes. That's the number one thing a good team does, is a good team beats the teams they're supposed to win against. And Buffalo was that team that you should have had a W in the column from the moment that they released the schedule. I think that this team, under this coach, uh, with the group of people over there that have the heart that they do, I think that they react well to this. I think that they react, the defense especially on that line, they are going to be pissed. They are going to be coming after Kaepernick. They're going to look to hurt him and put him down into the ground. They're going to make him try to throw the ball, and they're going to pick him off. I don't think this our defense defensive line soft. can physically do they're, that. They're, they're soft. They I, think, soft. I think I they think they want to do can. that, but they can't. I think they can, and I think it's and and again, that just might be me being completely unrealistic. But I that's that's just what I, I think. think. Jared Allen retired last year, and he's just showing up on the field <laughs> to have for paychecks. To come in. I'm serious. Yeah, he didn't really play. If the he doesn't show he up on... in week two, this dude retired last year, and he's I don't even know what he's doing on the field. You know, I was watching the Arizona Cardinals against the Chargers. And I was watching Larry Foote, the 13-year veteran, uh-huh. the linebacker, and when, this guy was hitting. 
It was the intensity of both of those teams. The defense was way higher, way turned up the scale than what the Bears were displaying against yeah. the Bills. Just the hitting that these guys were doing and uh, filling in the gaps. And you know what? The 49ers, to me, are similar to the Bills, but they do ever seen much better. Okay, these guys ran the ball the most last year, 52% of the time. Jim Harbaugh loves running the ball. He came from Michigan where they like to run a lot. They they executed well. Okay, they got two running backs. Like I said, they run similar like the Bills. They run the ball a lot, and uh, Kaepernick is a good thrower, and he's got receivers and, a, and an awesome tight end at Vernon Davis. Yeah. Watch out, Bears. He looked he looked good. Uh, Vernon Davis, really good last week as well, too. I mean, my keys are here for the Bears. If if, if we can stop, I think, oh, I wouldn't even say that. One, I think the Bears got to run. If the Bears can't get Forte going, because right now I think if you look at the Niners with Alden Smith and these guys out, I think they're they're the biggest we the biggest opportunity we have right now is at least breaking their defensive line. So Forte, if we can establish that run on the Niners early and keep it going, then I think we possibly have a chance at least to score. I'm not saying to win, at least to put some points on the board. Um, I don't think our throwing game is going to be anywhere, and if you do, it's going to be all short passes. Uh, I'll, I know the Jeffries. They said he uh, is going to practice Friday, but he's out until tomorrow, so we won't know his status for Sunday until tomorrow. Brandon Marshall, they said he's going to play even though he's uh, not had a full uh, practice yeah. all week. So, I mean, uh, our, our passing game doesn't look that good. Martellus Bennett did look good last week, though. He impressed a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, and I still, I am still liking this guy. This Black guy, unicorn, baby. I, I did not like <laughs> this guy in uh, when he was with the Giants in, in Dallas, but, I mean, this guy's been shocking me the last two years with us. But he, he, he's, a, he's a crazy, enigmatic guy, and even Jay Cutler would say it. He, he, he rubs some people the wrong way. You saw him, obviously, in that altercation with yeah, Fuller. Yeah, he's got an attitude issue. I, but I don't even think it's that. I think that he's just got so much tenacity and energy, and I think that when this... Uh, when, when when this team and, and Aaron Cromer is able oh, to put it in the this. right way, they can make big things happen. He needs with him. to rub it off to the entire defense because all of them need that same intensity. Oh, I, no, I agree. But he, here's the thing. He's going to be a danger in the red zone for the rest of the season. He's going to be able to spread the ball right up the middle, which I think has been one weakness that they've had because you can't keep throwing. And, and Jay Cutler, we all know his favorite target is always going to be Brandon Marshall. Yep. It's one of the reasons he throws stupid interceptions. And, and that's the, and in a way, that's one of our weakness too because everyone in the NFL knows he's going to throw to be Marshall. Yeah, but now when you when you add so you just double triple coverage be Marshall yeah and uh, and that's one of the reasons why Elshon Jeffrey had such a great year last year was Antonio was Holmes left. looked good too I didn't why I, I was I wasn't impressed I you know I was he should no no no, 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 no in that last drive he should have caught like three to, balls in to a row. be fair with last week's game against Buffalo if the Bears had Jeffrey they would have won that game there was a few plays there where I could yeah, see I color miss Jeffrey. You could see that. So, so wait, that's the only positive thing I will say. We didn't even talk. We didn't even talk about that. Jeffrey was gone in the third quarter. Brandon Marshall was limping. He could yes. barely run a route. Yes. Uh, Slauson was out. Well, Garza was out. Yes. Delapuente's coming in and now taking over at, at the starting role. I mean, they do have a couple of injuries that they have to work with as well. They had to re-sign Evan Britton. And, I mean, yeah, and our offensive line too. They would have won down. that game. I, I will say that if all their guys didn't go out, they would have won that game. That, close, the, you know what's scary too, Sammy? Is two of our offensive linemen went down too. So you. No yeah, offensive line is strong, yeah. but it, it, you lose those two guys, then we got the whole three years ago happening again. Uh, well, no, I, I Cutler's getting hit every freaking snap. Well, no, I don't know if you noticed, but this first sack came when those guys were in the game. All right, I'll, I'll tell you one thing right now. If the offensive line falls to injuries this year, 
Uh, we're going like four. I, I don't think we're winning four games. Well, I, I don't That's think that, I don't think that they're going to because the way that they've been able to figure it out because there was such a scarcity with offensive linemen, the Bears internally figured out a really good formula for swapping people out. Uh, ever since, uh, oh God, what's, what was his name? Left tackle. Oh, piece of shit. Kareemi. Oh, Webb. Uh, yeah, Webb. Webb, Webb, yeah. Webb, uh, Webb Williams, Kareemi, all those yeah. guys. Horrible. When they had those guys, they had to switch it out. And even after that game, the only sack came when those starters were in there, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think that that's going to be an issue. I'm more concerned about losing Jeffrey. All right, so 49ers, um, I think at least me and Sammy are in agreements that the 49ers are going to beat them. Uh, Levi, for some re- odd reason. You're... All right, give us the score, guys. I'm saying 49ers. Uh... Uh, 38 to uh, to 10. I say 36 to 3. I think it's going to get ugly. I'm saying 30, 31, 28 Bears. Wow, you think it's going to be that high scoring? I Dude, think I think that they got offense, a good defense. Uh, here's the thing. Again, two interceptions. You take two interceptions out of that game from last week. What did you say the score was going to be? Uh, 31-28 Bears. If you take the two interceptions that Cutler threw away, you look at the positive only side of the stat sheet, he threw for 350 yards yeah, and two touchdowns. Right. 49 three. ain't the Buffalo I'm gonna, Bills. I'm going to call it right now. I'm you, not you, must, you must be a Cub fan. <laughs> You're a Cub fan, right? No comment. Uh, you got to be a Cub fan to be next, thinking next, that we're going to win. Next year's our year. Next year's our year. Okay, guys. If you're going to do a game plan to beat the 49ers, what I would do is I would just run the ball. I That's would it. run the run, ball a lot more. The Even Not only that, guys. So run the ball four or five, six times in a row. Even if you get stopped, you take away some of the pay, play clock, you tire out the defense a little bit, and you take pressure off Cutler. Let's see that. We haven't seen that under Trustman. Do you mm-hmm. remember the old days of Lovey when they had Kyle Orton? Yeah. Orton was a horrible quarterback, but they would run the ball 70% of the times, and they would be in games. Well, that's the I know reason that they would run better. the ball 75 I know, times. I know, but still. I mean, you got to get back to that old school well, football. It, it keeps the games close when you run the ball because you keep exactly. the time of possessions on your side. I, I don't think it Especially has to be. Especially on the road. I don't think it has to be 75% run. I'm just saying no. that you need to run the ball. Well, Forte, for, they, you need to run the ball at least, I want to say, 22 to 25 times a game with Forte. And here's the other thing. If you get the pass game going well, I think that one of the more dangerous things against a team like uh, like the 49ers can be an effective draw play for the Bears. If you get the if you get Cutler throwing the ball down the field, hitting the corners and the sidelines, I think it makes them play back a little bit. Forte in open space, he's going to destroy people. I don't care if it's the – it could be the Seahawks, and I think he's going to run over some people. You know what, guys? Uh, I know this is going to sound bad. I don't like Forte that much. I think he's a great running back. I, Heresy. He could, do, he could do a lot of things, but I mean, I like guys like Lynch. I like guys that pound it. Forte's a little bit more finesse. Well, Forte is all around, in my opinion, the best running back in the NFL. No, no way. In my opinion, no way. He go. I think. I think he goes down too easy. He gets arm tackled here and close. there. Lynch okay, is better. Me, Peterson is better. I disagree. Uh, tell me one Jim other Charles, player. Hold on. Adrian Peterson. Adrian I, I Peterson dis- easily. I disagree. Easily. I'm not saying as far as a running back. I'm saying as McCoy, an overall player. McCoy. McCoy. What Sh- other player? Shady McCoy. Shady, yeah. they, Nick Foles can still throw the ball and they can run the game. When Bryce Brown was in there, they were still winning games. When Adrian Peterson was out, Gerhard came in. They were still running. 
playing and winning games. What I'm saying is that if you take Matt Forte out of the lineup for the Chicago Bears, as good as the offense might be, they will not win games. You can put no offensive line in front of Adrian Peterson and he'll still rush for 100 yards. He didn't do it last week. No offensive line in front of Forte, he can't get jack shit. That's that's the thing is that he's the most versatile. He's very versatile. It's the same reason why I actually have Barry Sanders ahead of Walter Payton. Which I know is a farcy because I'm a Chicago Bear. Yeah, yeah. But the reason is because Barry Sanders never had offensive linemen, and look what he did in his career. Yeah. Well, you know, last to go back on Levi's point, last week against the Bills, he had 25 touches for a total of 169 yards. That's pretty productive. Ooh. Matt Forte. Forte. Yeah, but that's total passing. Right. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's, that's, really, I'm not yeah, saying, that's great. That's great. But that's what I'm, I'm not saying simply on the run. I'm saying that there's no one running back in the NFL right now that contributes more to either a win or a loss than Matt Forte right now does for the Bears. Because Adrian Peterson, if you look at the last, they had a couple games. He's a games, runner. He's a runner. He's, he's not he's a, a screen passer. And, and they're going to start doing that, which is great. LaShawn McCoy is probably one of the more overall LaShawn ones. McCoy can do screens. But here's the difference. When you took LaShawn McCoy out and you had Bryce Brown or whoever their backup <laughs> was and Nick Foles was playing he was they were still running got, they were still winning yeah it was the system that was good and I mean you got Here, the, you got Forte. Woodhead you got Woodhead and Sproles but they don't run like Forte does yeah the, they're the, just screen that's backs. what I'm saying I'm not trying to say anything on, on Adrian Peterson if we're talking straight Jamal North Charles uh, he's it, just a runner it, injury prone and if and his coach does he ran the they ran the ball seven goddamn times last week you have Jamal fucking Charles and you run the ball seven times? No wonder you lose. Andy Reid's an idiot. He was like, oh, yeah, I probably should have run it more than seven Andy times. Andy Reid's a good coach. He is. He's a like good that coach. was uh, against the Tennessee fucking Titans. That was one of the worst games I've ever yeah, seen. He, he came out and said he's going to run Charles more. Uh, or they're going to run him out of yeah. town. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know what? How, how about in a uh, second couple drives on the Bears? What, another thing I didn't like, all those gadgets plays. How did you guys feel about that? That trick, that flea flickers. You just win a first drive. You score seven points, and then you do all these stupid gadgets. I mean, you don't need that. That's after you run the ball and you pound the guys in, and then you I do agree. it. You, I, I mean, what do you guys feel about I, that? I think he still thinks he's in the uh, CFL in the Canadian League because that's where you do. <laughs> yeah, that. they were bad calls. Yeah, he, Those were bad Tressman calls. needs to stick to just playing regular football to win games in the NFL, and I, I didn't like him. Wait, Jack didn't Kurt Warner do one of those in the Super Bowl game? Yeah, against? but it's different when you're when you're established and <laughs> you're, you're solid offense. You, you know what? You right. can do that if you run the ball 18 times prior to if that. If you're pass, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, okay, do that. But when you're losing to the Buffalo Bills, you don't do that. They were yeah. winning at that time. They were winning. Yeah, you know what? My take is, if you're better than somebody, you don't need trickery. Don't you don't need in, games. Yeah. You don't need games when you're better than somebody. You need you need some tr- trickery when the guy is better than you, and you're trying to catch him off guard a little bit. You know, it's it's like, you know, you're going to fight with somebody who's bigger and stronger than you. Then you might need to sneak attack him or hit him in the, eh. you know... You know, were they up when seven bigger nothing? Str- yeah, when they, they, up, they were yeah. seven nothing. I, I think have, they were tied seven seven because oh, okay. the Bills came back and uh, well, he, scored. I, I got no problem with 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 in instituting these plays and doing this. I just think that you need to establish a baseline of solid rushing to make them. The whole point of that flea flicker or, or, or that uh, the little tossback was that you assume they're going to run the ball. Forte had run the ball what at that time? Seven times? Six times? How effective yeah. was that? A good idea, wrong, ex- horrible execution. Should have happened later in the game. Um, halftime, it's uh, Ravens 10, Pittsburgh 3, which is actually a little shocking. I thought Pittsburgh would win this one. but uh, Yeah, we'll see. All right, so uh, let's finish that and go into week two so we can go through uh, our picks. You guys want to do that? Yep. All right, so week one, 
Me and Jackman were tied 10-6, which is actually pretty bad, man, to get six games wrong, Jackman. It's the first week of the year. Yeah, there was a lot of surprises that surprised me, too, and I guess we're going to start seeing that to see what levels off and stuff. But I once went undefeated in a football week, but it was only a 14-game because they had to buy games. Yeah, so I, I, hopefully me and you do better. I, hopefully I do better than you, but uh, I will go from there. But anyways, so first game is the game that's happening right now, Pittsburgh-Baltimore. What's your call, Levi? Uh, I'm going to say Pittsburgh comes back in this one. you got too many offensive weapons, um, and Antonio Brown is a beast, a wide receiver, and yeah. he's going to solidify himself as a top leagues. five. So do I. I got Le'Veon Bell, too, and I think that he's... I was a, trying to trade for him. He's going to uh, he's he's going to develop into a good player, and yeah. Roethlisberger is still just a tough as nails. Their defense is the biggest question. Can they come back to form? Um, both the Ravens and Steelers, I think, last week gave up over 100 yards on the ground, which hasn't happened at the same time in any given season in over 15 years, I think. Um, but I, I think Pittsburgh comes out on this one. I think they're just too hot and right. too I'm, many issues. I'm calling Pittsburgh, too. Uh, Sammy? You know, I'm going to say Baltimore. You know, Baltimore's got a 10-3 lead. They're at home. It's a division game. Both teams know each other well. I'm going to go with Baltimore. Uh, easy to say at halftime, huh? Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was think leaning towards Pittsburgh, but I'm going to go Baltimore since they're up 10-3 and they're at home. You think this is the game that's going to make the difference with you and me? I don't know, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, next game, Atlanta versus Cincinnati. Uh, let me rephrase. Atlanta at Cincinnati. I'm, That's a good one. I'm going with uh, Cincinnati. They're at home, so I'm going to take Cincinnati. It's outdoors. I think they're going to slow down Atlanta. All right. Weather's still nice in Cincinnati. I think it's going to be a. I think you're going to see a shootout between those two teams because the Atlanta can't run the fucking ball, and, and Matt Ryan has his, both of his offensive weapons back. I think it's going to be. I got both of those quarterbacks in my league too. That's really hard to pick. So who? You're, you're, oh, I'm saying I'm saying that's going to. I'm saying it's going to be a close game. I'm going to put Cincinnati. They got a better defense All right. and a better running Jackman? game. I'll go Cincinnati. They're at home. Wow. Are you going to pick Atlanta? Yeah, I'm picking. I'm a Falcons fan, guys. I, I like Mac Ryan a lot. I think he's got great wide receivers. I think the defense is solid. I actually like Atlanta. I, I was being honest. If I'm not a Bears fan, I'd be a Falcons fan. I'm okay with them. Yeah, I'm going Atlanta with that one. I think Matt Ryan's no joke, man. I think they underestimate that kid. I picked I picked him up for one solid reason. Everybody thought after last year it was going to be the same old thing, but I'm like, dude, if you give him both his receivers back and they don't have a running game to speak of, of course he's going to throw the ball. Yeah. He's a solid quarterback, no doubt. All right, Miami at Buffalo. Miami. All right, you're going Miami? No, Sean Moreno is going to run all freaking over that team because they don't. And, they, and you know what's sad? Uh, if Miami beats Buffalo, the Bears couldn't beat them, so that means that the, the Miami's better than the Bears. And, and that's sad. Right now, with their the way that their defense played, their defense played pretty damn inspired to beat Tom Brady. I think that it's going to be interesting. No, Sean Moreno again. Everybody's sleeping on this guy. He was in the same draft class. He's injured as, prone. He'll get injured in week four. You, you know, but, but it doesn't Just like Jamal Charles. Well, when did he get injury prone? When he, when he was when he the was last in Denver. three years, he hasn't played a full season. Yeah, but it, look what he did last year. He was the, he was top five running back last year, and he didn't play a whole season. Yeah. When he does play, he's pretty lights out, and Lamar Miller keeps fumbling the goddamn ball. Uh, Hartline is going to start coming into his own. And, damn, Wallace actually looked halfway decent. Yeah, he did in week I was, one. I was impressed. Uh, Sammy. So Miami. Yeah, I'm going Miami. I'm not impressed with Buffalo. Uh, Jackman? Yeah, I'm also going with Miami. Are you going to pick Buffalo just to be the odd man out and get the uh, get the edge? No, I, I, I think I'm going to end up going Miami. Buffalo didn't impress me at all. That's what's sad about the Bears. 
they didn't look good at all. And we lost to them. So yeah, their I mean, running game looked good. I, I think Miami's coming off the win of the Patriots. I mean, Tannenhill's a young guy. Uh, Tannenhill's way more talented, I think, than EJ. Uh, you've got a strong, solid team in Miami. And don't count the coach out, man. He's he, he came from Green Bay. He's solid. Wait, He's who's building the coach these guys. Now? Philbin. Oh, okay. So I mean, you're you're they're they're look. I think Miami takes that one. I think that's a uh, I agree. Play. All right, uh, New Orleans, Cleveland, with Tate out. He got injured every year with Foster. Every year it happened. I'm, I'm going when Foster get hurt, yeah. Tate gets hurt. I'm going with New Orleans, but this could be a close game. I've never seen a team where it's such a big difference when they're at home as opposed to the road. Yeah. At home, they're a Super Bowl team. On the road, they're pretty average. But I'm still going to go New with, Orleans. with New Orleans. Yeah. All right, Levi? It's going to be close, though, I think. The way that I don't think so. The way the New Orleans has been running the ball lately uh, makes me think that they're going to be a little bit more versatile on offense. I think that I, I think that New Orleans, the Saints, are going to come out and win. And I think what's going to happen is if they win by enough, and Hoyer doesn't. And look, Hoyer only had a good game last year in like the middle of the third of the fourth quarter. I or think last, you, last week. that's the opening for uh, Mr. for Manziel. Manziel. Yeah. yeah, if if Hoyer doesn't show up. And I know he's a Cleveland hometown boy, but if he doesn't show up in that game and they get, I mean, just destroyed. Yeah, I think you see Johnny Football. I think you see Johnny Football because they got nothing and, else to lose. Uh, and they did you hear jerseys. the rumors of Jerry Jones that, uh, I guess, before the season started, he yeah. was trying to pull everything he can to get Johnny Football into Dallas? They had him. Well, they they were literally offering a ton of stuff to Cleveland, and they were turning it down. No, they had the pick, and they they passed. I on know, him. but then he, I guess, well, they have it. Romo. Why would they want to do that? He wants him so he can take over for Romo, and he's a Texas A uh, and M boy, so he wanted to bring him into town. Yeah, well, no, no, yeah, no. And I think Jerry Jones has doubts now because of the back surgery. No, J- Jerry Jones wanted Menzel for one reason and one reason alone. He's going to sell jerseys. Yeah, Dallas, He's, he's the third highest-selling jersey. Kid. Yeah, he's a Texas kid, and he wants, and he uh, he wants not, him in Dallas. And he will not, and he will not uh, see the field possibly for a whole year if Hoyer plays decent. Yeah. You know, I don't know if Jerry Jones really thought that. He's got to have Alzheimer's. I mean, because uh, I'm not high on this guy, Menzel. you got a good quarterback already in Rome. I wouldn't touch him. Jerry Jones picked up a phone call from Romo's Adrian old, Peterson though. and said, yeah, when we can figure it out. He turned around and told a member of the Associated Press, yeah, Adrian Peterson just called me. He says he wants to come. That guy, he can get fined a disgusting yeah. amount of money. The guy's an idiot. Jerry Jones is an attention whore. He's the only guy that has his own show. He's the only owner where, like, every Monday in Dallas, he has his own show and he talks about the That's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He's a moron. Well, he, uh, that's, that's, all right, that's Jackman. Uh, this, who was his teams again? The Saints? Saints-Cleveland. At Cleveland. Yeah. Saints. Even though I agree with Sammy, they're not real strong on the road, I think they're not going to go on to Saints. All right. Uh, Arizona at the Giants. Arizona. That's a good game, too. Arizona's going to destroy them. Their defense. I think that they're one of the few defenses from last year that got better or, um, or stayed the same. Uh, Kansas City went down. Um, I mean, Denver got a little, obviously got a little bit better, but they're one of the defense for the last five years. They've been a pretty damn good defense, and I think they're going to continue. They're going to destroy him. Sammy, pass. I don't pass on it. I'll come back, Jackman. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go Cardinals. Wow. It's not going to be cold in uh, New York now. So. You know what? I'm going to go Arizona. I watched that game last week. The Giants didn't look good at all. I'm going Arizona. Eli is terrible. 
It's not the, Eli. It's a team around the them. offensive the line. Sucks. Well, the he's running around like Archie. Bowls. He's running around like Archie Manning. I remember watching NFL <laughs> films of Archie. Seriously, seriously, he was running around that pick. It was like Archie Manning running around. Dude, when you I, throw I'm, twice, I'm Giants. You think all of a sudden he's going to remember that he has Victor Cruz on his team? Yeah, I, I think I'm going Giants. <laughs> Who's their running back Rashard now? Rashard Jennings. Don't oh, cut him yeah. out, man. Old Jacksonville boy. He'll be, I, he'll I be like I, I like him. Don't get me wrong. When I found out that David Wilson was gone, I was like, eh, he's going to get his chance. Yeah. Detroit at Carolina. That's a good game. Yeah, Carolina. That's wow, a good game. Okay. Carolina without a doubt. Okay. I'm going to pass right now. Uh, Jackman? I don't know. Detroit is explosive, but I'm going to go with Carolina. They're at home. This is good. I like this. Okay. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a, a nice game to watch, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm going to say Detroit. Thank you. I'm going Detroit I'm, as well. Uh, last week, if you look at Megatron it, Megatron I mean, and Stratford oh, yeah. had a hell of a game. And and they're and they're only going to get better, too. Because don't, don't they have uh, Ebron? Yeah, they have Ebron. They have Ebron, and Pettigrew's still catching Tate, for Golden right now. Tate. Yep. They have Golden Tate as number two receiver. You got Reggie Bush, and you got Drake Bell, and yeah, their defense. I like Detroit. There is no team. In, I mean, the only are, thing is Carolina's got one of the top defenses. Defenses. I agree. I agree. But it all depends on how their offense plays. Here's, D'Angelo Williams is not going to run the ball. No, their run so their run game pressure. sucks. I don't know if Sue's going to kill Cam Newton. Yeah, he is. Cam is going to play? They're, I think they're yes, saying he's that he's going to play. He's playing. He technically could have played this last one. They were being just very Yeah, they were being cautious him. on it. And look, and look what happened. Yeah, they're saying full participation in practice, so he's good to go. By the way, Greg Olson, Jesus, man. This guy is, every single year, it just it pisses me off that we ever got rid of him. No, I like Martellus Bennett. I'm not too... I like, no, I, I I like, like Martellus Bennett yeah. now, but if you would have asked me two if years ago... If we didn't ago, have Bennett, I would have... I would he be dropped pissed. some balls, he I did. noticed. He would yeah. get, like, out-muscled He got better when he left the Bears, when he was with us. He, he didn't. Well, he that. he was in a system here that didn't allow for Mike Martz's offense. Didn't give yeah, shit yeah. about right. Martz didn't care end. about the tight ends. I like Greg Olson when he was here. I All was right. a fan of his, and him and Cutler had good chemistry. Oh together. yeah, Jacksonville at the Redskins. Redskins. I think Jacksonville's the worst team in I'm football. I'm going Redskins too. Jacksonville. You're going Jacksonville. I'm going Jacksonville. Uh, wow. Henny Henny actually has a couple of new, uh, um, you know, offensive weapons. My biggest question mark for them is going to be the rush, the running game. Uh, Gearhart, I think, still has got to show up. Uh, you know what they can do, but that kid Hearns, man. That I don't kid, know why. Who would pick up Gerhardt, Really, dude. Well, well, the well, guy's the brain you paint in Hillis. The guy's not even. He's a white running. You're back. not going to know who I mean, he is by the end of the back. season. Hold on, hold on a <laughs> and second. They signed him for all that just, money. Just, I'm just, kind of skeptical of any white running back. Just keep in mind that when Peyton Hillis was on point, he, he was on up, steroids, like overdosing on him. Oh, okay. And the NFL doesn't most give of this NFL, about they don't cares. care about steroids. They don't care about steroids. Where's, no. Where's Peyton Hillis right now? Doesn't matter. Exactly. He's old now. But he probably. had one, he had two good seasons where he was actually a dominant running back, and that's all that they really want out of him. They're going to wait and they're going to draft somebody. They're going to ha- they're going to find the next MJD. But I think that who was the kid best hurts. running white running back we well, ever? Who, yeah, Alslot Hodge, Merrill Hodge. I don't Alstott, know. We Alslot wasn't even a running back. He was no, a he's, well, back, he, yeah, he, he, he got, got a lot of yeah. he got a lot of a touches. I think guy. he had a thousand yard season, but we we don't see that too much. No, no, but but I think Gerhard too. He, well, he's a fullback who has got enough speed to do yeah. it. But look what he, look what he did with Minnesota when he's gotten a chance. I he just, was pretty good in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. But if nothing else, he's just providing an, another blocking, uh, an, uh, you know, another blocker for Henny. But I'm telling you right now. Now, that kid Hearns, that's a guy that you got to watch out for. He's he's big, he's strong, 
Undrafted free. Oh, you are a son of a bitch. <laughs> I got that on the radio. Oh, God. Uh, uh, undraft, undrafted free agent. This is a guy that I think is going to impress a lot of people. He came out of the gate pretty strong. Um, Jackman. I don't know. Redskins disappointed me last week, but I'm still going to pick him again. Who? Redskins. Oh, uh, you're Washington. Redskins Washington. Washington, yeah. Oh, man. All right. It's that bad. Dallas, huh? Dallas at Tennessee. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Really? Yeah, Dallas is a team they they tend to self destruct, and uh, it's on the road. Tennessee looked pretty good in Week One. I'm I'm gonna say Tennessee. Are you alive, Levi? Um, I'm barely. I didn't know that we brought biological warfare. He got this. gassed out of he got uh, gassed out of the room. Weapons uh, of mass destruction. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna actually say Dallas on this one. Uh, Tennessee didn't have to defend the run. Uh, and that's wait. You're th- going Dallas. I'm going Dallas. All right. I think I think the Tennessee game with uh, Kansas City was definitely. I, I don't want to say it was necessarily a it fluke. Was, yeah, but it was a surprise. There. It, it was definitely a surprise, and I don't want to say it's a fluke because I don't. I don't want to you know downgrade any team. But they did only have to see Jamal Charles on the rush seven times. Demarco Murray. They're going to run the ball with him heavily because they're not sure about Romo. I think Romo has a bounce back week. I think he takes full advantage. Uh, Williams, I think is, is is wait, what's is that his name? Terrence Williams, right? Yeah. I think Terrence Williams is gonna uh, is gonna get a couple of good opportunities because they're gonna double. Uh, they're probably gonna double team De- Des Bryant. Uh, Witten's gonna get a couple like he always does, but I think it's gonna be a better game. Demarco Murray is going to run and run and run. Like Forrest Gump. Oh yeah, and I think it's gonna be the make or break for that game. I uh, say Dallas. Jackman, Tennessee. Wow, I'm going Dallas too. Wow, good. This is good, Jackman. Me and you are going opposites. Well, you know, it's early in the season. I haven't seen a lot of these teams yet, but uh, I don't know. Dallas is very inconsistent. Patriots at Minnesota. I'm going to go with uh, New England. It's tough to bet on New England, but I think Minnesota's improved this year, and I think they can make a game out of it, and I wouldn't be totally shocked if they were able to upset them. They got some good weapons. They got Patterson. Adrian Peterson. No quarterback, though. Yeah. Castle's yeah. decent. Unless he played for New England. Castle's, no, he's Castle's decent. decent. He's decent. Nah, he's better than what they've had. Anything. No, okay, well. if, if they need to bring Bridgewater in, I think, and he's, they need to start him. The thing is, he's young. In his first year, and they got to give him some time. they got to figure out his yeah. glove hand issue. Where, where did Castle Where did Castle come from originally? Uh, New, New England. England. He was on New England Kansas for a while. Yeah. Kansas City. And that was after the year that Tom Brady went down. Yes. yes, and he, he got a, a good, chance. He had a pretty good he year. He proved how well a system based around a good quarterback can be, and to make. I think they were eleven and five that year. Yeah. They were. They, they couldn't make the playoffs. They they were one shy of making the playoffs, yes. which you it's think the they would have made it. Castles is going to implode. Uh, Adrian Peterson is going to rush, but I think that um, I think I'm actually more impressed with the Tom Brady bounce back than anything else. All right, so Jackman, I'm gonna go. It's hard to bet against the Pats. Patriots. All right. St. Louis. This is another good one. At Tampa. Both horrible teams. I'm just going to go with St. Louis because, I mean, they're, they're both terrible. Tampa. You're going, I'm going Tampa, too. I'm, I'm going to have to go Tampa because they're, they're going to figure out their running issue, number one. Martin's going to finally, I think, come through. I, 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 I don't know. I'm worried about Martin. I, I think he's going to. It's, it's going to take him a little while. McCown just kind of. Eh, he's yeah. been interesting, but that's a that's a defense-heavy team. Glenn, I, uh, personally, Glennon's a good quarterback. I think Glennon ain't Glennon a bad quarterback. Better, yeah. 
Well, is not bad. I think that they kind of put him there, uh, put him out there a little bit too quick. They're kind of rating him in a little bit, letting him work with McCown, who's he been around. He did good last year. No, he I, did pretty decent. I, I, He's I agree. Solid, I, think. I, I know why they're doing it with McCown because they they, they trust the veteran leadership. I don't. Know. I just don't. Well, let's be completely honest. I would have. I'd have been starting Glennon right now. The the St. St. Louis Rams, their season was done. Yeah, ever since Bradford went down, it, it was, it was done, and now they have and now you've Chris got Long, Long down. And Chris down. Long, they're having they're having a lot of injuries on their defense now. That defense can be a top five. It's I don't bad think it's luck this for year. Fisher, man. I don't think it's this year. All right, I'm uh, gonna go Rams. You're going Rams? Yes. Nah, I don't think so. All right, Seattle at San Diego. Seattle easily. This team, Seattle, they're the best team in football. Um, they're an unbelievable team. I could see this team winning a Super Bowl this year and even next year. That's how high I am. Yeah, and, and they're unbelievable for this day and age. Mm-hmm. The way free agency plays a part, this team is a great football team. And the thing is, the, the, the GM of this team has signed a lot of these players for the long run. So there's, the, you don't got guys that are going to end up leaving next year. Great football team. Yeah, so great he established defense. the team, and he's got them locked in for the, for the long haul. The only thing I don't like is Pete Carroll is an obnoxious cheater yeah, yeah. of the game, and people just don't realize how much he cheated. <laughs> you can't argue with the results, he, though. He's, he's annoying. He, he, he's worse than Milicek, bro. Are you, are you still hung up on uh, USC? No. You didn't hear the whole thing with the whole videotaping? He's worse than Bilicek. No, what happened? He's got, like, scouts in every NFL camp that are videotaping practices, and they're coming back and looking at that stuff. Are, are you, well, hold on a second. If we're actually surprised by that, you guys got to remember, we live in the technological modern no, yeah. age. Yeah, no, I, I know. Everybody has a cell phone. You get some... Dude, all you got to do is send some girls with some tight shirts with their cameras. No one's going to say shit, and they bring it back. No, I know, but I'm just saying he's he's, an, he's a cheater, and he's a known cheater. He was a known cheater at USC. Now they're starting to uncover stuff in the NFL. And Listen, I just, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I, I'm going to be honest with you. That's what it looks like. Because look at what Bill checked at all those years, and look how many Super Bowls and how strong they were for all those years. Mm-hmm. Now this guy's winning Super Bowls. How long has he been in the NFL before he won a Super Bowl? Three years. But, yeah, wh- but, what's, like the, but what's the regulation as far as taping? I mean, are they talking about practices? Because that's open I don't to know. the public. I, I don't know the details of it, but they're just. Saying he was that, in the NFL a long time ago with the Jets. Yeah, and then I, I guess it was the Pats too for like a year or so. Yeah. Uh, head coach or uh, head coach. he was head coach oh, for the yeah. for the Patriots. Yeah, but that was before Bill. That was be, who who was there before Belichick? Parcel was, was there. Parcel, yeah, I so love yeah. Parcells. When they were knocking Great on coach, the door yes. with uh, Drew Parcells Bledsoe, was one of my favorite coaches oh, of all yeah. time. All right, so who? Uh, Jackman, Seattle, and then Levi, Seattle. Some, I mean, fourteen and two. Most people are guessing that they're going to go. They're not going to. They're not going to lose. I don't think they're going to lose a game at home this season. So. That's All the right. toughest place to play in the NFL. KC at Denver. 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 Yeah, that's a, that's a game. Kansas City's defense just dropped off the face of the earth. Denver is going to make a run. Uh, they're going to have a good season this year, too. Do you guys think it could be a rematch this year? Because that's what it looks like. In the AFC, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I think that... Um, Denver is probably the strongest team out of the AFC. Well, by far, and then in the NFC, it's Seattle. I don't, I don't see right yeah, now at this the point. NFC, I don't I think see. You've it. got you had a lot of good showings last week. I mean, San Francisco looked really strong. They Atlanta look, looked strong. I mean, you've got yeah. some solid teams on the NFC. That Atlanta doesn't have the defense. Matt Ryan chokes in the playoffs. Uh, San Francisco didn't get any and better. And then here's from the other team that worse. I like. I like, and with uh, Kelly, they can do great things. Philadelphia. Not not with that secondary, but they but got torched. San Francisco's got a toughness. Yeah, about exactly. them. They got a toughness I, that can honest. match the Seattle's toughness. Yeah, I would like to see San Francisco. I'm not Denver. saying they're going to win, 
but they can play right there with yeah. Seattle. If, they Seattle if Seattle gets home field advantage so throughout far. the playoffs, it's over. Yeah. If if they're the number two, they I, will though. They, yeah, they, that's what I mean. Yeah, they, yeah. That's why I'm picking them. Yeah. Chances are they're going to get it. All right, Jets at Green Bay. Green Bay. Mm. I don't think Green Bay's that strong, but not like they were. No, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to say Green Bay too. With, with a healthy Eddie Lacy minus the concussion, I, I think they're going to be good. Jackman, healthy Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Green Bay, best quarterback in the game, Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Uh. Houston at Oakland. Houston. Houston. Yeah. Um, Oakland's uh, no good. Just I'm, I'm going to say Houston. Arian Foster's going to. Uh, I think this is going to be Arian Foster's uh, breakout year. Uh, breakout he game. He already had one. I just think he's needs to stay healthy. Well, this game. Yes. I, this game. If he if he goes over two hundred, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Philadelphia at the Colts. Yeah, I think this will be a shootout. I'll say Philadelphia. Andrew Close. Luck, Andrew Luck. That secondary for Philadelphia is so god awful. Andrew Luck is going to tear them up with a healthy Reggie Wayne and with Ty Hilton. Yeah. And if they start using Richardson a little bit better, which and you got Fleener, and you got well, and don't forget you have Trent Richardson. If and they when they gave he, up on the run game, though. no, I'm but not here's high on Richardson. He Rich, was a flop in Cleveland too. I, no, he he wasn't a flop. He I have had his, his jersey best in season. Cleveland. I use it as a rag to clean yeah. my furniture now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what somebody put in that guy's Kool Aid, but he will. He was come a beast back. in college. I'm not. He saying looked he slow to me. Last he was year one of the Colts. best rookies out of his draft class. Jackman, I'm not sure. I'm, you know, kind of up in the air on this one. I think it's gonna. It can go either way. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Colts. All right, I'm going with Colts too. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a Luck fan. I like Luck. Yeah, I like Luck too. He's, He's going to be a young star. He's a young star. San, Bears, San Francisco. Me and uh, Sammy have San Francisco. Levi's got Chicago. Jackman. San Fran, 34-17. to 17. Oh, that's your old favorite team. Yeah, it was my old favorite team with uh, Joe Montana and Steve Young at the helm. Yeah. yeah, I remember this guy. We were kids. I think it was 1986. You came over to my house to watch. It was the NFC Championship, the 49ers. And the Bears and the 49ers came to Soldier Field and they beat us twenty eight to three. I remember you were at my house for that game. I was at your house for that game. Yeah. Yes. How did you How did you start liking the Niners? Like or why? When they yeah. beat the Miami Dolphins in the nineteen eighty four Super Bowl, and then you just became a 49er fan ever since. Well, I liked the Bears in eighty five when they won, but then the Niners. Yeah, I, I, they showed them on TV a lot because they were very successful, and I just liked Joe Montana and how they played. They, they had any position covered. You had the best wide receiver, Jerry Rice. You had, at the time, the best, well, maybe of all time. Didn't you have a Niners jacket? Yeah, I did. I remember. I had a Joe Montana. You had Ronnie Lott, number 42, an yeah. awesome safety. And you had Roger Craig. I mean, they were just a fun team, dynamic team to watch. At that time, was their West Coast offense. Uh, what's his name? What's the coach? Uh, Bill Walsh was ahead of his time with that offense. They were, they were ahead, they were ahead of the curve. Good coach. They were ahead of the curve. Yeah, who was the guy? Uh, who was the guy who did the uh, coach? Steve Young, Rice was that Mar- uh, Italian guy? Mariucci. Mariucci. Where's yeah, he Steve at Mariucci. now? He's, he's on. He's on. He's on the network. Yeah, he's not coaching or anything. Yeah, no. Right. He's around though. 
All right, cool. So week two, got them. Uh, obviously, when we come back next week, we will go over week two and see who uh, came out. Uh, and we'll keep tra- tallies of our uh, year-to-date numbers and week-to-week. Um, I-, I personally think uh, some of the three games to watch, I think Atlanta-Cincinnati is going to be a good shootout. I think Carolina-Detroit's going to be really good. I think Philadelphia-Indiana is going to be really good. So those are going to think I'd be competitive teams. Um, I don't know what the, what's the Pittsburgh-Baltimore uh, score right now. Still 10-3. Yeah. Still 10-3. They're on the 40-yard line, 48 yards. Yeah. All right, so um, that's uh, the recap for week two. Then, obviously, we'll go over that. Uh, last but not least, we wanted to keep this to the end because we know it was going to be controversial, controversial mm-hmm. and we knew it was going to be a long subject. Uh, Ray Rice. Uh, what's our take on that? Uh, what do we think happened? Or we know what happened, but mm-hmm. um, do we agree with the punishment? Because um, I know we spoke uh, earlier in these podcasts about the whole Sterling thing. Well, which punishment are we talking about? Are we talking about the original no punishment? I think the overall. The two-game punishment, the six-game punishment, then the infinite punishment. That's, that's my biggest issue. There's no consistency right now. So They've changed the rule five times in four yeah, weeks. I think there's information that... Bottom line, the way it looks like is Goodell knew about this, and he's lying oh, and covering yeah. it up. So that's number one. Well, you have two choices to believe. As, and as a, as a player, I mean, as a player, they don't give. I mean, Goodell has nothing really for the players or for or for the fans. Realistically, he's playing for he's for, he's there for the owners. But you either have Goodell, who is completely incompetent and didn't know what was going on from the very beginning, didn't have access to the tape, and well, it was in his own house, which is kind of messed up, or. He knew about it, and he was covering it up. It's bad either way. He so, knew about it. Yeah. So he the bottom, to have known I guess the it. bottom line is we have a man who's been videotaped in an elevator for abusing his, his then-fiancé. Now I think they're married. They're married. Going through counseling. I guess the punishment overall. At, at the end of the day, we can sit here and say he was punished, fined, then punished two games, then six games, and now cut. Um, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, he's cut and he's banned, right? Yep. Okay. So in, indefinitely, I guess let's just say at this point, do we think the punishment is too uh, harsh for him, or do we think I, it's, it's? I think enough? it's too harsh. I think it's too harsh. Okay, that that's what I want to get into because I have a feeling, and I know Sammy was talking about some predicaments or some situations, which I completely could agree with. Uh, but um, I, I think where we're at the point of right now is, do we think he should have got punished the way he got punished? And I, I I'm. I, I don't know. I guess I'm just living right now in a world of if I was the president of the NFL, this is a touchy situation. You just went through a case in the NBA with the Sterling thing. I know this is not the same thing. That's racism now, and now you're talking about abuse, uh, and spousal abuse. But um, it, it's going to be something that the media is going to grab. So your action has to be harsh, and it has to be heavy. So that's why I'm not too distraught by the punishment that happened. But I guess to, to Sammy's point... Um, Let's say you worked at McDonald's and one of your workers uh, did the same thing. Would you expect McDonald's to ban him for life? No, no. That's 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 his personal life. If I worked next to a guy and he did that with his wife, I mean, why should he be fired? I disagree with that. Is it wrong? Yeah, it's wrong. But I don't think you should uh, take away a man's chance. To and make I guess, a I, and and that's why I think when you said that, it sort of struck. Uh, struck something in my head and you're thinking about that Mm -hmm. i know i initially said you know well it's a privilege to work in the nfl but the bottom line is to these guys they're talented so to them this is just a job 
Well, no, but so you it, but can't hold that back and say, okay, I know you're making millions and stuff, but the bottom line is they still do this as a job, and that's his personal life, and now you're terminating someone and indefinitely suspending them from doing his job because of something that happened personally. You, you are a public figure. You are, uh, you are a representation of your team, of the sport, and when something like this in a high-profile situation comes to light... Yes, I agree that you will see a higher form of punishment. And to your point, you are going to what happened to Ray Rice is in terms of him getting fired and banned and whatever the case may be is not what you would happen with your coworker if your coworker were to attack his wife even in such a vehemently just horrible horrible way. It's not going to be the same situation. Now if there are legal proceedings, that can be something that could warrant being terminated from your job. Banned is a different thing. Remember, just keep keep one thing in mind in terms of being banned. Uh, he's not banned from the game of football. He's banned from the game of football in the U.S. There's a difference between what we were talking yeah, about. We're talking about the NFL. Money, yeah, but we're talking. Where are you going to make any money yeah. playing football besides the NFL? Where's he going to go? Canada make no, eighty no. grand a year? And hey, you know, you, you know what? This is, and again, this is this is the situation that we're faced with right now in terms of public court. Uh, you know, the public court of opinion. And this is what's available out there because the NFL has shit way backwards. When you suspend players for marijuana for an entire season, and and mind you, I know he was a multi, he was a, he was a multi-time offender. I get that. Don't get me wrong, but you suspend a guy for marijuana when it was just barely over the threshold for a year, and then a man who violently attacks his wife gets two games, and that was after everybody made such a big fuss about it. If nobody else would have came up and all the protests wouldn't have come up, they would have been like, well, we're going to let the legal thing decide. Do you know how many cases? There are three domestic violence cases right now pending in the NFL, one of which a gentleman was found guilty by a judge, and the NFL is still letting him play on Sunday because they haven't, Finish Listen, the appeal process. Why not let them play? These guys are football players. These guys ain't saints. These guys aren't, you know, they're not preachers. They're not priests. They're not politicians. I mean, these guys are football players. It's a violent, here, rough here, Here's game. my thing. In, in a business world, anytime you do something and it's not on the clock, then you really, they can't dig into your personal life. And they can't do that. That's what you but do. If it interferes of with work. work, if it interferes with work, and this didn't. But, but one thing is, oh, it does. <laughs> one thing it can figure in that what he did could be a felony. Well, and it, a lot it, of jobs. It was okay. a felony. Now, if if that does, it got right, down then that's when right. I think you step in and you make a decision. That's the but one. Here's my thing: the NFL should have only reacted to this. I think if the Baltimore Ravens would have never done anything about it, I feel that because this is something that happened on not on the clock, and this was at his own time. I think the Baltimore Ravens should have dealt with the situation. Now, if they sat down and talked to him, I think. Uh, one, offer help. Two, if he didn't want it, then that's up to Baltimore Ravens if they want to cut him. But you don't suspend him from the NFL. You give another team maybe that wants to give him that opportunity or that chance to do that. Now, if Baltimore wasn't going to do anything, suspension-wise or whatever, then I think Goodell steps in and says, okay, this is a serious matter. Now that it's in the public eye, obviously, we don't want to affect this, but now we have to make a decision on something. You know what the problem here is, guys? It's the day and age that we live in. If this so would have happened, social media, yeah. If this you know would have happened in the sixties or seventies, no one would have heard about it. No, even if even Bobby if they Hull. seen it, even Bobby if Hull. guys, even if they seen it in the eighties, 
back in those days, it was a different society. Yep. They wouldn't look at it like now. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, my God, you know, you got all these liberals. Look what the guy did to his wife or, you know, it, it's just a different society today. Do you guys just, remember in the I, I, 80s? I'm, Let me just bring something up. Do you remember in the 80s when Mike Dicta, I believe it was, was it Emery Moorhead? He grabbed Emery Moorhead's face mask, and he was yelling in his face, yeah. and he told him to get out on the field. Imagine if a coach did that today. He would have been Even fired. if you're Bill Belichick, you'd be gone. He'd be fired. You'd but be fired. Look what happened to Bobby Knight. Uh, so it's a different, okay, we uh, got in soft as a side. Okay, no, I'm not, no, no. I'm not whoa, defending whoa, Rice. On, I'm not, I know I sound bad here. I'm not defending Ray Rice. You do, and I, there's a reason, because we're talking about a, a man... A man, a grown fucking man. Okay, but wait, who hold on is a, a NFL football goddamn player right. who cold cocked his defenseless wife in a goddamn elevator, and then and then proceeds to show up to a stadium and get cheered. Okay, by let, thousands of let people. Let the legal that, system deal with exactly. them. That's not the legal system. This is this is human issues. No, 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 no. It's no. the legal. That's system. none of our business. That's we're, none not, of our business. we're not married to Ray Rice, and we're not married to his wife. That is their problem to figure out. Mm-hmm. That's her problem mm-hmm. as his problem to figure out. How now, many young men are watching? How many young men are watching the NFL right now? Impressionable young men. Well, okay, no, that's my thing because it's social media and it got put out in the public. It's not even how, social. It's how news. many great athletes? I guarantee you this. They're Hall of Famers that in the 70s and the 80s have done this in public in top five-star restaurants and hotels and beat their wives. I guarantee you. Yeah. I'm not approving this again. I'm not saying no, that it's good to do. Listen. But I'm saying how many of that happened, but because social media never was around and because you don't have the cameras and stuff like that, people, everyone around, shut the hell up. Why? Because they knew this is a, this is a, this is a problem between a man and his wife. They need to figure this out themselves. If she doesn't like that, then she needs to get the hell out of town. It's not our problem. And those guys continue to keep playing, and they continue to be Hall of Famers, and they're some of the best that ever played. Now, the bottom line is, this is Ray Rice's problem, not ours. You shouldn't ban him from the NFL for this. No, this is a societal problem when a man still feels that he can strike a woman. Exactly, but that's his problem. Listen, what about about guys that cheat on their wives? What about NFL players that cheat on their wives? Should we do do something about that? this is this is this is a we're getting off topic though. That's a completely different story. What I'm saying is this: is that you have young impressionable boys and men who are watching this sport and who are idolizing these players. Now, if you idolize a player like Ray Rice and then find out several years later in a tell-all book that he was, you know, he was he was emotionally abusive, he was a drug addict, or or if he was a gambler and he was horrible to his kids. And that can do something to destroy your illusion of him years later on. But if you're an impressionable young man and you see a man, and and, and I use that term loosely because I don't I don't think that I think that a, pers- a, a person I know exactly how to answer this and I know where you're going. I I, I see these kids that they w- look up to these guys, yep. and you see the NFL, which is the NFL Association, which is supposed to be the shield of that organization of that sport and they sit by and say we will and and, and don't want to say hey we're going to hold ourselves to a higher standard that is not right that is not what we want to be portraying and i agree to an extent as well we need to do the same thing with 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 drugs as well and i'm talking about hard drugs performance enhancing all this kind of stuff but if you have this guy and and nobody else and i'm telling you right now nobody else if it was you who hit your wife? You would be in fucking jail tonight. Not back. Th- you would still be in jail. You would not go through court pre uh, pre judgment program. 
you would not have had that. You would not have had the money to pay for that lawyer. You would not have had the Baltimore Ravens or uh, Ravens organization show up to your deposition, show up to your court hearing, uh, uh, make it so uh, that Janae would come back to you. You would not have had that. A regular person would not have had that. This is still though, he would have been in jail. This the is, only reason he wasn't in jail is because of the NFL. This is still though, just a job for him. And secondly, it's not just the job; if, it's his career, it's if, his life, exactly. Livelihood. And, and if you're if if you're on a video and there's children that watch this, I think the problem is parenting. And if the that's where the parents need to step in and make sure that they they explain to the child what's going on, because the bottom line is, and I agree with Sammy, I think society in general has gotten way too soft. We're way way, way too, too soft. soft. I, I disagree with listen, and it's hurting, it, um, and I think it's, it's hurting us. It's all hurting. Of us. Listen, guys. Society's gotten way too soft. It's hurting everything. It's hurting relationships. Look at men these days, and I know I'm going to totally slide off topic here. Mm-hmm. Look at men these days. We've become more sensitive to women's needs. We're nicer to women. Why is the divorce rate higher? Yep. I mean, because they think that's the nice way out. And, it, and for it, stupid and women things. aren't happy with that. Women yeah. want a man. I'm not saying what, don't get me wrong, Ray Rice was totally wrong. He was wrong 110%. But a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Nowadays, you'll, and, you'll get married and you'll have a couple, then all of a sudden the wife wants to divorce the guy just because he can't put the toilet seat down. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, for real? It's ridiculous. Okay. Like, for, why would you even get married first, then? First you know, of all, we're, we're getting on topic. I know. Again. I know. I, we are getting off topic. My, my, point, my point was this from the, from the very beginning. When it comes down to what is considered a man, as far as getting soft, I think it's bullshit. Because, sure, we get soft, we have more communication, whatever you want to call it. The fact of the matter is... Just like we give everyone awards for participating. That's a totally... Society's gotten soft, Society's gotten soft. You know what? I agree that the awards thing, but that doesn't fucking matter with this conversation. The, the fact of the matter is this, is that a man struck a woman. That is the moment he ceases to become a man and okay. he becomes a coward. If, if you were married... And if it's Bobby Hull or if it's Mike Dick, I would say on. the same goddamn if, thing. If it doesn't were, matter who... If you were married right now and you just hit your wife, regardless, I know it's your problem, but do you, do you, do you give your job the right to fire you tomorrow? I made that decision. You, you, you sleep in the bed. Okay, but do you, so your job... So tomorrow you get terminated if they find out you strike your wife. And again, to my point, this is a totally different situation in the NFL versus working at a, at a regular Fortune no, 500 it's a job. Company. It's a job. For who? For him. It's a job. It's not a it's job. It's just like him going to work every single day and clocking in at a factory, but he's just working right now playing football. That's all it is. No, it's not that's because he's point. making millions of dollars in endorsements. It's his job. I think it is a job still. It's yeah. still his job. How many of these guys don't want to play football, but because that's what they decided to do and they love to play it, they decided to play it. There's, you think guys want to play six months away from their family or not seeing them or going to training camp or doing whatever? This is still a job. And that's what that's my point. I understand. I don't condone it. I don't like it. I don't want but this is a job and that's between him and his wife. That's not between someone to come in. You're in the public eye, you do some kind of suspension, you do whatever the case is. And hey, by all means, if Baltimore doesn't want to deal with it, the owner sits down with him and says, You know what? No, we don't like what him. we saw. We're done. Okay, and then that's the decision the owners make then. But if they don't want to sign him. But you don't ban the guy and say you're you're suspended indefinitely from the NFL. No. You just say Baltimore Ravens, we don't want mm-hmm. you, you're cut. 
Done. And, That's and, the decision. And, they made. and here's the thing: as far as the suspension is concerned, uh, with the collective bargaining agreement with the NFL Player Association, there are loopholes which he's going to be able to get around that. Number one, and they oh, knew I think that they're going to reinstate him. They're going to reinstate yeah, him. They're going to do it. And, and they I don't knew know. That. The media is tough on this. I don't know if they're going to reinstate him. This guy's in trouble. I think he's in trouble. And they should be tough on him because because again, they knew about. Do this. you guys think he's going to reinstate him this year? No, no, no. Next year and two years or something. Oh, I don't know. I just wanted to ask because you guys are saying that. Yeah, media. Well, this is what I think is interesting. We have, and in this situation, we have four men in here who are not women. We have four men in here who are not women. Well, we who have still been don't know abuse. about Jackman yet, guys. <laughs> We're <laughs> still trying to figure that out. Who have not been in abusive relationships. And it's easy because here are the conversations that I hear. Oh, she provoked him. No. It doesn't matter. No, I don't really care. No. Um, Oh, he he hit her. This is something. We're, we're soft. It used to happen all the time. That doesn't make it right. And then my favorite one is, why didn't she just leave him? And I asked myself the same question because that's the first thing I thought about. Like, why didn't she just leave him? And then when you start seeing some of the some of the statistics out there, most women in abusive relationships do not leave that person until the, not the first, not the second, the seventh, seventh incident of domestic violence. Because there are fears and triggers that no guy knows about. But again, and, that's none of our business. That's no, between him and his but, wife. But, yes. the, but the moment that this becomes in the in the public circle, we don't it's know. all of our business because we're all talking about We don't about know it. the whole story and it, it, we yeah, just we don't saw know something happened. on Here's the, the video. That's this it. ceased to be about Ray Rice a long time ago. This is about how the NFL reacted to it and how people in their individual homes are talking about this because it is a clear example of, number one, what not to do. And, uh, and I'm not even going to say because, you know what, I don't even feel that necessarily banning the guy for life is the appropriate punishment because there are worse things that some players have done and have still been able to play. We know this. What I am saying, and one of my biggest issues, is that nobody came out clear and said, this is atrocious, this is bad. From day one, when they saw that first video of her getting dragged out of the elevator, you know what happened. Especially nah. with all the corrupt. You knew what happened. She could have been drunk. I mean, unless you no, saw no, no, blood, no. and I don't know, because it was a black and white video. No, no you, don't, you don't. The person who came out of there, the security guards on the original deposition said, that the guy who was watching the elevator tape saw her get hit and told him, told the other security guard, get him away from her, get him away from her. In that moment, they knew that there was a tape in the elevator, and Ray Rice told Roger Goodell right, Here's April, my other question. I hit her. Did this happen in the off-season or during season? Doesn't matter. You're 24-7. No, it, it doesn't. No. Yeah, it does. No. Yeah, it does. It, 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 same th- I, I, you have a salary. I'm going to go through the- I, I'm salary. I don't think too. it matters if yeah. it happens off I'm season or, or during the season. The bottom though. line is, if I no, do something outside matter. of work, that's my personal problem, mm, not my job's problem to interfere I, with it. No, well, there's there's a difference though when you are a public Only when figure and you are costing teams no. money and causing Listen, this kind of a headache. Here's another thing. Here's another thing. I mean, she got a little aggressive with them also. It doesn't got, matter. I know. I know. Uh, it doesn't make it. Doesn't make. I'm not saying it makes it right, but she got aggressive with them also. You Man, know, can you imagine how many female like listeners are gonna like just like leave our Facebook page now? <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> they're just gonna be like, screw these assholes. Be like, who's that Sammy the Bull guy? Yeah. Screw him. Watch you know? them start posting stuff <laughs> on Facebook now fuck. against them. Yeah, this is gonna be funny. So, what do you guys think the appropriate punishment should be? I want to go I, one by one. I I just say it should have been one season from day one. So you're just saying one season? One season from here's I, the thing. If I'm telling you right now. If they were to release the information, the NFL would say, we've seen the tape, we've conferred with the Baltimore Ravens organization, 
the suspension should have been one season automatically, and the Baltimore Ravens should have terminated his contract immediately because it is within their contract as it is detrimental to the team's health and to the team's well-being financially. He should have been cut immediately from the Radian. Uh, yeah, but that's the not Ravens. the NFL's call. That's Baltimore's call. They're, it's both their call because the Baltimore should have said day one we're cutting him, and the and the NFL out of good faith to be able yeah. to say this is not something we will condone. And but I we think will... there's another issue there at hand. What do you think, Big Nick? Goodell. What do you knew, think the punishment Goodell should be? Goodell knew cut about this. Cut in one year. Cut in one year. That's okay. what I say. All right. Goodell what knew think, about then? this since April. So it, bottom line is Goodell's hiding shit right now. No, so. we know that. But what do you think the punishment? I don't like Goodell. The bottom line is Baltimore. I. I agree. I think it should be Baltimore should have cut him and cut ties with him. And I think that they should have left it at that. If the NFL then saw a team pick him up, then I think the NFL steps in and says, okay, hold on a second. Now, since there's a team that's willing to help him, we're going to have to step in, and I agree with it. One-year suspension. Well, no why, why wouldn't okay. you do that up front, though? Because you, you would want to circum... You don't want to become reactive. Well, the uh, okay, then you the can. Then the I'm NFL saying. comes out and you can. But I think at this moment right now, you've got a whole different can of worms because what's happening right now is you've got Goodell now with all this information that supposedly he knew, and now all of a sudden you've got all the owners in the NFL because, you know, now they have to support the, the commissioner and they're all coming out and saying, oh, we support Goldell. I mean, that's bullshit. Yeah, I but, mean, they don't have, but they don't have a choice. And this is something that I really didn't really wrap my head around until I started listening to this more. Goodell does not work for the players. Goodell directly... for the owners. Yeah, he, he works for the owners. Yeah. He directly reports to the owners. They're the only ones that have the, the ability to get him fired. And here's the thing. Multi-billion dollar contract. Yeah, of course. TV deals through the roof. They are making more money now in the last eight years since he's been commissioner than ever before. But this is something that was interesting to me because we mentioned this about him knowing it. You guys are adamant about that, right? Yeah, of course. He knew about it. I think... He knew about it for sure. I don't know if he's seen the tape I, I for sure. Seen the tape. Maybe he someone, to may, maybe somebody told him it's bad. Don't see it. But either he, I know he knows about it. I don't know for sure if he's seen it, but he knows no. about so, it. This is the scary thing, though. If he knew, if he knew, and he's hiding it, he has to be gone. Oh yeah, so, just, I, that I agree with. But if he didn't, does anybody remember Bounty Gate? With, uh, yeah, Saints. What was the one thing that he said? Because he's always come down pretty heavy-handed on this. What did he say to the Saints? Because when Sean Payton said, well, I didn't know anything about it. He's, it's he's, your he, house. It's your watch. It's right? you should know. Incompetence and ignorance is not an excuse. He, in my opinion, either way, he's gone. Yeah, but the owners are going to vote for him in because everyone's making more money right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. So they won't. But, but, uh, so bottom they line, is, I think I think he's going to be gone somehow, some way. I think they're going to find a way to get rid of him. They have an FBI investigator, yeah. uh, an FBI investigator involved right now. And here's the thing: every security group that has been talking about it, uh, Chris Carter owns a uh, on Mike to Mike in the morning. He owns a security company, and they even mentioned it. When this kind of stuff happens internally on a team with Green Bay, some of the guys got busted for coke. Oh, the the boat scandal uh, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota. When yeah. that happens, with their the security team parties. gets every videotape, every camera phone tape, Still every that I wasn't invited to those. <laughs> they get everything, so you cannot tell me that the NFL could not get this tape if they ask for it from their team, and that the, it's, again, it's incompetence or it's, it's blatant cover-up. Either way, I think he's gone. Goodell's, Goodell's a hypocrite. Let's face it. He's seen Hell the tape. Yeah. He didn't do nothing. He comes He comes so strict on everyone. He's suspending everyone. 
You know, he's saying we got to create all these great characters in football, and then what does he do? He lies to everybody. Get rid of this guy, Goodell. Jackman, I agree. I think one-year suspension, I don't think you ban him for life. You give him the possible teams to bring him back later, and I think Goodell... Uh, you agree with who, Levi? Yeah, I well, think... Okay. Just I remember, think, they didn't ban him for life, though. I, I want to make that abundantly clear. Yeah, indefinitely. They, when, when they mention indefinite, there's a reason, because they cannot say... Because they might say, reinstate him or well, something, no, no, but they don't know when. They can't say for life. Yeah. They can't say because that's against the collective bargaining. So, uh, that's what I agree with, and uh, I do think Goodell needs to go, but I know the owners won't. And you got to think about the business. Every owner right now is making more money than they ever have with all the agreements and the contracts put in place. So I have a feeling all the owners are going to support him to keep him in place. So I don't think you see Goodell wrong, even with Time this thing tell. coming out. Yeah. I think he's going to be gone. I think the media is too powerful these days, and I think it's just a matter of time. Here's my hope. After all this thing, after all these issues with. Uh with Ray Rice and everything else, because it, it's been on TV too much. And if you're talking about football, two things I hope it happen: more light, come, uh, more light, and and more attention is brought to domestic violence issues because I think it's still a problem. We still have three NFL players that have to go through due process. They need to shore up the system and find out. Okay, what is our process for domestic violence? They never had one before the Ray Rice scandal. This is what I think they do. If he gets a job next year and he gets reinstated. Half of his contract goes to domestic abuse. That's what I'm. That's what I'm Shelters, I agree. Yeah, don't Boom. suspend them. Just do that. There you Let go, the NFL buddy. Donate. You're I, making ten million. Five of it goes to these I, guys. I agree, and 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 I hope that that happens, and that we can get back to the one thing because as the one thing that I love about this season is football. It is the one escape that I think so many Americans have, and I hope that it brings light to these kind of issues. But then we can get back to football. Because right now it's doing nothing but tainting the game, and that's that's the one. ESPN of the worst, has worst become things. the Ray Rice Network. Oh, and 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 I'm getting sick of watching it. Did anybody watch? What was it Chris Canty? Chris Canty on 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 the Ravens. He was, the guy was crying, and he was yeah. he was very adamant. He said, "Just so you know, every time you show this video." You are hurting every victim of domestic violence by showing this video over and over I'm again. Just so sick. And what did ESPN do right after that clip? They showed the video. I'm just so sick of watching the whole Ray Rice thing on ESPN all day. I've been playing Madden nonstop, like literally. I'm like six and zero with the Redskins and stuff. So I don't. Know. Anyways, the Jackman. Redskins. Well, I don't know if one year is. Uh, I would lean more to uh, about eight games, and get this guy some help. Get him into some counseling. Get him. I believe in second chances. I think that, you know, it could be a problem. It could be he has uh, anger management issues, definitely. It could be something going on, you know. So I think uh, give, him a, give him a suspension, eight games, cut his salary. I like that idea about giving his money to battered wo- women. Giving yeah, half the salary, charity. yeah. Yeah, yeah, find a charity those, or whatever the top charity is, and just give it to them. I like that. Have I him think be he, a spokesman too. Now I think he should get counseling for that time, and him and his wife. And if he has a second offense, I think it should be much harsher penalties. Yeah, if like yeah, a year, you do a second yeah. time, then you're done. A- yeah. Anybody else think that it's scary that we're even talking about the possibility of a second offense? All right, uh, fantasy football note. Uh, with talking about suspensions, uh, the NFL is actually thinking of uh, redoing something with the. 
uh, collective bargaining agreement for drug use, which means that Josh Gordon uh, may be reinstated. Wes uh, Walker might be playing next Sunday. So pick Josh Gordon up because you will have a stud wide receiver. I have him on the bench. They only I did that in my I league. Just they picked suck. him up and put him on the bench. You son of a bitch. I did that in all my leagues. Yeah, because I, I think, honestly, if they pass this, they and Cleveland has openly said they will play him immediately if he gets reinstated. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. So, Levi, what do you got in closing? I got nothing. I think Bears are going to win this weekend. I, I know I sound like I'm crazy. Don't Cup, turn off my, Cup, my microphone. I know they're going to win. fan. Yeah. Go Bears. Bear down. Uh, Sammy? I, I really hope Levi's right. I'll be rooting for the Chicago Bears. But uh, I think it's going to be a rough game. And I I hope I'm wrong, but I'm I seeing the 49ers in a blowout. I think it's going to be real ugly. I feel like I'm in a lounge, man. We just need yeah, like an Amstel light this is right the gym, now. Man. Yeah, just get some Amstel lights right now. Yeah, smoke some cigarettes. I haven't smoked in like oh. seven years. Oh, and Dan- Owen like Daniels has chimney. two touchdowns, by the way, right now. Oh, uh, that doesn't look seventeen right. to six, Baltimore. Wow, what did um, I tell you guys? Who did I pick? Jackman. <laughs> I'm gonna vote for the Bears. Go Bears! But uh, I'm not as optimistic as our buddy Levi here, so. That's right. I'm, all right. I'm on bath salts. So. I'm uh, again. I, I will root for them, guys. Uh, I till till I die. I'm a bear fan, but uh, doesn't look too good for me uh, this Sunday. So we will, uh, uh, I guess, hopefully not see another dismal performance. But that's what it's leaning towards right now. So um, that's pretty much all we got, guys, for Week One uh, NFL Week One recap. Bears NFL uh, schedule. Uh, obviously the Ray Rice situation uh, hopefully they figure that all that whole thing out we'll be covering it as well too as it goes uh, we'll be back next week for week two uh, it's about 55 degrees outside finally so uh, this is my type of weather uh, this is when I this is big man friendly weather that's why I love it yeah I like love wearing shorts and stuff in oh this hell weather. yeah so uh, other than that that's pretty much all we got guys uh, stay warm don't tune don't tune your heaters on just yet because it's going to be 70 next week So uh, stay warm, and we will see you guys next week.